Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, what's new, J-Dubs? You're just hanging out. It's funny seeing you on television last night. Welcome into the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I didn't find it funny at all. Funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. It's a Thursday night with your friends right here in the Hideout. A number of ways for you to be somebody. Just one, and only one of them is to use that telephone. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. You can pick up the phone. You can dial it. You can interact. Uh, I am your gracious host, El Jefe. J-Dubs is the funny one. Uh, also here with us, too, Matt Albert, the funny freeloader. Tommy Bateman, the poon hound we all love to hate and we all want to be. Chunks the lovable loser and by curious BJ the creepy cousin. We're all here for a Thursday night for you. So we definitely want you guys to be a part of what we have going on this evening. Dubs, we started the show with the audio from Dateline uh last night. Dateline MS uh I guess it's Dateline NBC. Yeah. And their I guess this was part four of their sting on Child sexual, molesters. Yeah, sexual predator child molesters. I have the audio from it. Uh, I know a lot of people have been talking about it today, but in case you didn't get a chance to watch it, that's just one clip of about eight that I have. Oof. That one, not nearly the most disturbing. Really? That one is the the most sorrowful, I guess you could say, where that guy actually remorseful. Yeah. I think it's a better word for it. I mean, to hear that guy cringe... When he knows it's all over. Like, you know at that point, not only have you been busted, busted for trying to uh, get with an underage girl, you got busted on national television. <laughs> now, do they show these people's faces? I don't know. I didn't watch it last night. Uh, I would assume they do. They give out their names. Uh, I mean, I, what kind of person would you have to be to uh, get busted doing that kind of thing, for one, and then sign that cons- consent to put your face on there? I'm sure they tell them, sign the consent, uh, it'll make it easier on you. I'm sure how? it's something like that. I don't know how, but I'm sure it's something very similar to that. No lawyer in the world, if you uh, retained one, would say, yes, sign that piece of paper to have your face in national TV. All right, real fast, because we have so much other stuff to get to, but play that clip again, speaking of lawyers, because that made me... All right, people are telling me, Strat tells me they do show their faces. Play this clip one more time, because it makes me think... Dude, lawyer, you know, shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. Like what Tom Luca told us when he'd be in here for Ask the Attorney, don't say anything. Why don't you hang out, uh, have a seat right on the other side of the bar for me, will you? Keep your hands out of your mouth. No, 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 sir. Stop touching right yourself. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> like, uh, tell me what was happening. 
Like they're all buddies. So, uh, how you been, man? Thirteen-year-olds, huh? Crazy. You don't know. I do. I'm sorry. You're sorry for what? Now, in your chat here, you essentially say you're a firefighter. Yeah. Don't you think that might impress a 13-year-old girl? <laughs> well, it impresses anybody. I'm sorry. I impress a 25-year-old man. What's plan here today? I don't know. You don't know? I seriously don't know. Well, it looks like you knew based upon this chat. <laughs> Want me to rub your feet? No, yeah. no. Okay, Just all right. Chill. What would have happened if I had not been here? I would have oh, rubbed her feet. So stupid. With a 13-year-old girl. I don't know, probably. If a 13-year-old girl had been here. Yeah. That's at that point. Shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. You just admitted you would have done something. Shut up. Don't say anything. Yeah. I got so much I want to talk about this, but we'll talk about it a little bit later on. All right, our buddy uh, Bobby Hill says, it becomes public record once they're arrested. Well, actually, I think Mario may have the same thing. What do you got, Mario? Hey, anything, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. No, anytime it goes with child molestation or anything like that, they don't have to have consent. They can show it anyway. Like, they have billboards all over the place in different states with people's uh, pictures and everything on it. Okay. So they don't I, have to sign consent. I can see them uh, being able to release photos of maybe mug shots and stuff like that, but a uh, video where you're just walking in, it doesn't seem like that's possible. Maybe. But, no, but when people get arrested, you know, for it, they show their face on TV anyway. They don't find consent. They're in jail, you know. So, but even even on even on cops, they'll blur some people out because they uh, they didn't consent. I I thought the thing was too. And thank you, Mario. A lot of times on cops, they'll say it's kind of one of those things of signing the consent, you know, so that we can show you and we'll maybe give you bail money or something like that. I heard they didn't pay them at all. Really? No money uh, exchanging hands for the. The uh, the cops. Okay. Um, somebody else is telling me that they uh, would have to sign. They don't have to sign consent because they catch them outside and they're in public when they film. Oh, okay. But I don't think that's true. They're in a house. I think they've already gone into the house and the whole thing. You can show like a busy sidewalk. Mm-hmm. But you can't show like an individual person. You can't just focus yeah, on that person. Just like when uh, when they do those fat stories on the news, yeah, they can't can... they can't focus in on the fat guy's head. They can only show like a, a shoulder down thing. <laughs> and imagine thighs rubbing together. Imagine you just sitting at home getting ready to watch some news, and you see your fat body, and uh, you're the poster boy for too much fast food in America. Hey, I was wearing a Public Enemy shirt today. What the? Those are my. Fat legs. In those camouflage pants. What the hell? How pissed you'd be. I'd be livid. All right, so Dubs, I got like nine more clips from that Dateline wanna, M- uh, Dateline NBC thing. I want to see this guy. Yeah. I'm imagining A.C. Slater hair. Just all... And this A nice Mexican jerry curl? Yes. <laughs> also tonight, dudes, um, Mark St. Uh, Amont will be in. Talk a little fancy football. Also the draft um, coming up. Saturday, big draft, mm-hmm. NFL draft, and we can also talk too about Brett Favre coming back, Ricky Williams being suspend, suspended for a year, why that probably makes Ronnie Brown a great get uh, oh, yeah. in this year's draft, especially since they have a couple of quarterbacks now and Dante Culpepper and I think Joey Harrington soon enough. Um, tonight's the first night we uh, partner up with Local 6 during the 10 o'clock hour for Herder First in the Hideout. And ADHD Will has a game, Shakespeare or 311. So 
Landowner in Merritt Island, you're in the hideout. What's up, landowner? Hey, uh, I say pedophiles that fry them all. There's an interesting sideline, not just about that particular issue, but that you're innocent until proven guilty. And if they make it public not from the moment you're arrested, haven't they haven't they libeled your character? And I, and this doesn't go to pedophiles or that. It's just in general. No, and see that's the thing that's always rubbed me the wrong way about it mm-hmm. is that it doesn't seem legally possible. I I just know for a fact, having been on the radio and having done as much stuff as we've done, you have to get consent. You yeah. have to get consent to be put on the air. Yeah, you have they to get have, something signed. They have to be signing something. Well, I know with the Dateline thing, a lot of times the people that come in, they think that that reporter is a cop. So a lot of times that's why they'll end up opening up like that. And then a lot of times there's a cop in the next room waiting just to arrest them afterwards. I gotta play. I want to play these clips, but there's something else that we need to get to first. They're so good, though. They're so douche trill. This is the first time I'd actually... Um, like heard any of it. And I've heard like I heard Shannon talking about it mm-hmm. a while back. I guess when the first or second one came out. Yeah, this is the fourth. I think so. Nice. Episode four. Um all right. Here's Matt in Orlando. What's up, Matt? Hey man. Um not that I agree with this because I'm completely against this whole like child molestation thing. I'm not racist or anything, but Well no, for real. This <laughs> no. is the only only culture and the only time in the history of the world where it's unacceptable for a man to be with a 13-year-old woman. You are thinking I mean, crazy right now. No, in the Middle Ages, they married off 13-year-old uh, so, women like nothing. It was, I mean, it was commonplace. So do you do you look at back at those times fondly? Pardon me. Do you look back at those times fondly? Uh, hey, look, we're gonna have to. Sure. I wasn't around in the Middle Ages. Though, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, thank you, Mike. Here's the thing. I agree with you. We're gonna have to save the conversation for later. That's a dangerous way of thinking. According to the society that we live in now, yes. Mm -hmm. But you have to look at the overall history of time. And he's right. People were idiots back then, though. What do you mean people were? They were building pyramids. We didn't even figure out how to build a pyramid. Well, we could build a pyramid if we want to. Who needs to? We've got skyscrapers. All right. I'm only taking two more calls on this this break because we have something else we have to get to. Okay. And then we will bring this back up and talk about it. Let everybody get it out. Joe in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey, boys, how we doing? All right, dude. Um, as long as it's a criminal act or a suspected criminal act, you don't need consent. They run the disclaimer that they're innocent until proven guilty. Same thing with but, security cameras or but, camera on a police car. But, but no, why, why do they fuzz them out in uh, some of the cops episodes then? Well, they're not. They're not. They, if you watch that, they're not fuzzing out the actual suspect. Usually, it's a bystander or someone else involved. Oh, I'm not seen, sure. I've seen some people in handcuffs uh, fuzzed out. Right, I'm going to have to get a lawyer on this, Joe. Uh, no offense, and I, I want to believe you. The only thing is that I've been in this business so long. Maybe it's different for television. Yeah. It very well could be. All I know is it's beaten into our heads. You have to have consent. Consent, consent, consent. That put people on the air. I mean, even like background noise we can get in trouble for. If someone's yelling in the background. And they don't know they're on the air. Yeah. So I'm not buying it. We'll take a break and come back. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. It's a beautiful Thursday night in Central Florida. You're in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. The hideout, your safe place. No real names. No faces when you call. When you call, you're going to be asked what name you want to go by. A nickname that uh, you've had, or some name you've always wanted. 
Dro is a good one. Yeah. And uh, that's the way you can participate here in the hideout. Feel safe. Dubs, last night we were talking about gas prices. Mm-hmm. And it got everybody fired up. A lot of people were dejected, saying there's nothing we can do. We can't, we, we can't stand up and do anything against them. And you can. Yeah. And we're gonna. Last night we've decided, you know, just as a show, and we hope that you would go along with it, a boycott of Exxon. Now, people ask why a boycott, what's a boycott going to do in the grand scheme of things? Mm-hmm. In the grand scheme of things, maybe not a whole lot. You but, never know. It, might, it could spark something around here. But it is about choice. And you have the choice of choosing Exxon, who, let's see, had the fifth highest quarterly profit for any public company in history. Jesus. $8.4 billion. By the way, Dubs, uh, according to um, a senior index analyst for Standards & Poor's, Exxon has the fifth, they also hold the first, second, and fourth spots. <laughs> What's the other one? Shell. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. Wow. So we have so... decided to single out Exxon, Exxon Mobil. And I will no longer buy gas from Exxon Mobil. It's not going to happen. Unless, for some reason, I'm in an absolute emergency. And, Not even then. I'll walk. Well, let's say I get stuck on I-4 and I walk five miles, and the only thing that's there is then, all right, I'll bite the bullet. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be a hypocrite and lie to you. I will. I will not do it. I swear you're going to lie, or, go, or you're going to. You choose. I agree. You choose Jobs. what to believe. That's why I'm never buying gas again. Ever. Ever. So, not only are we going to. Um, My car will run on love. Mine runs on P. Mm. Not only are we going to boycott ExxonMobil, which is something we decided last night here in the hideout. Today we're going to have a peaceful protest. It had been thrown about last night, and I think it's time to take a stand. Again, what's you going to do? It's going to you're going to be heard. It's going to be it's going to do as much as you want it to do, you know, or you try for it to do. If, you know, a few hundred people stand up and say, "You know what? I'm sick of this." And we centralize and people we focus on one specific gas station, then I think it'll be a big deal. It could be big local news that would eventually in this, you know, global society turns into national news, and if not, maybe even world news, or you begin to inspire other people who want to do something, who feel powerless. Sometimes it feels good to vent. That's what radio talk shows are for. Mm -hmm. But enough of the talking. Let's actually do something. So here's what we have decided, and I'd love for you to be a part of it. Anybody who can be, uh, anybody who wants to be, Go out there and do it. I mean, we're all affected by it every day. Whether it be, you know, Mother's Day's coming up. Are you going to drive down? How much is it going to cost for you to drive down and see your ma? Or fly somewhere mm-hmm. to see your ma? Because all of it's going to be affected. All these uh, these uh, air uh, air companies are uh, are going out of business because they can't afford to uh, charge the low rates that you guys want to fly. If you sell cars, you know how hard it is to sell an SUV nowadays? Mm-hmm. You just can't do it because people aren't interested anymore. If you're you have family in Michigan, an American auto worker, 
where, you know, unfortunately our American automakers have fallen behind yeah, and, they and are gas making... efficiency wasn't the real big thing to them, and you've got people losing jobs, it affects all of us, even downright to just how much stuff is costing at the store. It has to be delivered there somehow. And if gas is more, it's going to be passed along somehow to you. It affects everybody. Now, here's the thing. A complete boycott of gas won't work. It's not possible. But if you pick one, one gas company, just within yourself, you're driving down the road, you see you've uh, got less than a quarter of a tank. All right, there's an Exxon over there. There's a Shell over there. Oh, you know what? There's a Hess or there's a 7-Eleven or there's a Conoco. You know, make a decision. Over time, these things can add up. But I think you need to be heard. So here's what we we have chosen. Last night it was thrown about, do we go out and have a peaceful protest? Why not? What's it going to hurt? It can only help. It will not hurt you. And you'll feel better. You'll feel like you've done something. You'll leave there, this gas station, which we're about to tell you the location... You will leave there almost feeling empowered, rejuvenated. Like, you know what? I'm doing my part. I'm at, I I could sit there and I could bitch, but you know, for about 15, 20, 30 minutes, an hour, I got up and I went with other people who were fed up over gas prices, and we went and we walked and we marched peacefully, holding up a sign. And- if you can, if you're working or you uh, you have to work later on the night, if you got stuff going on, the the amount of time you hang out there is not important. It's that you show up and you do your part. All right, the Don wants to know if it's true that Matt Albert's car runs on chicken bones and Doritos. No, that's what Matt Albert runs on. <laughs> that's his gas. His petroleum. He did that a few days ago. He went out in the hallway, and then he came back in, and I could still smell everything. He's like, it's trailing me. <laughs> it's horrible. Now, here's the thing. We, you will not be alone. I am calling all the heretics to do something. The heretics are our level, level one, or actually level four listeners. Yes. The heretics love the show. They've given a part of themselves to the show in some way. They call constantly. They uh, have made a name for themselves, and uh, they go to most events. They're probably the most likely to stand up and to mobilize. But I also think it's about more than that. We are also going to send out Bicurious BJ, and this will be on the Behind the Bicurious, the documentary. So Soft will be there as well. It's going to be like a four-hour documentary. Chunks will be there as well. Chunks, you have bought supplies, have you not, for people? Yes, I have. What would you get? I got uh, some neon poster boards and also, uh, you know, some white ones, too, because the neon so, ones were a little too much. So, so don't worry about making your own sign. If you want to make your own sign, get on out there and make it. But, uh, you know, you can go there and Chunks will have the stuff for you to make a sign. Too. Yeah, I got Sharpies. But, you know, if you got magic markers or colored magic markers, you feel free to bring those out, too. And uh, Wes, the water boy is here. He's going to go out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe we had a couple other people that said they're definitely going to be out there. Here are the rules, because people are asking, don't we have to have a permit to protest? No, we've checked that already. We uh, we threw it out about, and we talked to the people we were supposed to talk to. And the exact word that I got from management who talked to the authorities is that we can do this, 
and we talked to the sheriff. Here are the rules, and I am saying this is a peaceful protest. Yes. I am calling on BJ, Chunks, West the Water Boy, any of the heretics who are out there. I'm calling on you guys. If you see anybody get out of line, tell them to go home. Because we're about being peaceful. We're peacefully protesting these gas prices. All right? The sheriff said it is cool. Here's what cannot be done. No uh, amplification devices, meaning no bullhorns, Mm -hmm. nothing like that. Okay? The other thing you cannot do is you cannot go onto private property. Which is their property, but there is many uh, of uh, areas right there where you guys will be able to stand and protest, where you will be visible to everybody at that place. And do not impede the way, uh, the, impede the right of way. Yeah, so if uh, you can't stand in the uh, driveway where people are pulling in or uh, stand in front of the door where people are trying to walk in, you guys got to uh, you know keep it reasonably uh, far away from that kind of stuff. Exactly. Because here's the thing, you still have the choice. It is up to you whether or not you want to go and you want to put ExxonMobil into your into your gas tank. And give other people the choice to do that. But if you're like us and you're unhappy with the price of gas, you feel like we're being gouged, you don't like the fact that the CEO is retired with $400 million, all of which he can stuff into his nice uh, big uh, fanny pack chin, then get up and do something. You haven't seen the guy? He's got like a big goiter. Yeah, he's disgusting. He's a fatty. He's a fanny packs. I'm not a big fan. Mm. Yeah, I'd rather I'd, I'd take his uh, his evil over the fanny pack evil. So that is what we're gonna do. The location at which this is going to happen, and I'm gonna send you guys there now. Soft, uh, hideout documentary filmmaker, chunks with the supplies, by curious BJ who's gonna rally people. BJ, are you ready for this task? You didn't think you'd be coming to Central Florida to uh, to actually do a uh, a service, a cause. No, I didn't. But uh, I am totally excited about the opportunity. I think it's a great idea. See, because if, if just like you said, it can start small, and it and it can and it can snowball from there. If imagine the city of Orlando got behind it. Where was what was the name of the city that got behind the? the it was a uh, it was a t- small town in Texas. So, so imagine if you had a big city like Orlando get behind that. That would make some noise. Look, it's just about being heard. Absolutely. Go out and do something for yourself. Here's where we are going. We are going to the Exxon Mobil on the run at 436 and 1792. Here is what I want you to do. Uh, do not park in their parking lot. Mm-mm. Back behind Bethos, there is a very large parking lot. Yeah, there's a, it's right there with the uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, I believe, right. and uh, the bookstore and all that stuff. I would park over there, and in front of the ExxonMobil at 436 and 1792, not even on their property, but there is a nice sidewalk. That runs right along the corner. Mm-hmm. Do not block their driveways. Do not block their gas pumps. Do not block cars trying to go in. Walk with your signs. Uh, you can do a little chant if you want to. Just not in a bullhorn. Exactly. And go and be heard. Finally, be a part of something. Because you know it's affecting you. 
it affected my decision on what kind of car I wanted to get. Mm-hmm. I ended up going with a Scion because of good gas mileage. And it affects each and every one of us. Yes, Trumps. Hey, you know how my car's broken? I need an alternator. Mm-hmm. I figured, what the hell's the point? Because I got that bike. Even though a dog chased me home last <laughs> night, and it really did, uh, I can't afford to pay it. I mean, I know it's like not, I know it's supposed to be like $30 a week more, but uh, I can't really swing that. And what? the dog almost bit me on the ass because gas prices are so high. I don't know if that's directly related, but fair enough. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Hey, is there any way we can move Mark Santa Monica to 745? Just call him and find out. If not, because people want to talk to us. If not, then we'll figure it out. If so, you know, yeah, we'll work we'll it, it all out. But again, by Curious BJ, West the Water Boy, Chunks, Soft, Heretics, Exxon Mobil, 1792 and 436. They're outside sidewalk that's right there at the corner of the street. Yeah, Not on their all, property, but on the public property. You have a whole corner right there to fill up and uh, make sure that you go uh, park over across the street at the uh, the Bed Bath & Beyond and the uh, bookstore over there. There's a big parking lot there for you. And if, and if for some reason you're making... A hell of a lot of money and gas prices aren't bothering you, then I guess you don't want to go out. Then I guess it's not a big deal to you. But if you own a small business, if you commute an incredibly long way to work every day, and that's eating, and essentially uh, your first two hours of your day are spent on gas money, now's your time to stand up and be heard with the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Listen to the hideout, to the hideout. Coming up next on the hideout, on the hideout, on the hideout. All right, boys, you're on your way. Get out there. Mobilize the heretics. Take the signs, take the accessories. Be peaceful, be heard. We'll come back with your phone calls. And also, too, probably Mark St. Amant talks some fantasy football. We also have uh, a lot of stuff going on. The Dateline, yes. child molester stuff. And another website, too. A lot going on tonight in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. It's a Thursday night in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, and we're not sitting around anymore. We're going to get up and we're going to do something. We hope you'll join us. Uh, it is a peaceful protest of the Exxon Mobil at 436 and 1792. Chunks, Bicurious BJ, West the Waterboy, a bunch of other heretics are heading out, fed up with the gas prices. We've single out... Uh, singled out Exxon Mobil uh, because of the let's see again what is it here it is for any any public company in history Exxon Mobil has the um, fourth most or historically the first second fourth and fifth highest profits ever and this one was 8.4 billion in the first three months of this year um, we'll get back to that in a second. They're all, they're headed down there now. Again, you are to be peaceful. No ampli- uh, amplification devices. Do not impede the flow of traffic. Don't go onto private property. Do not use their parking lot uh, to park. Pack, park back behind the Bethos and the Bed Bath and Beyond. Let's switch gears for just a moment, Dubs. Um, coming up this Saturday is the Saturday and Sunday the NFL draft. Yes. Big time of year for you. And joining us, our fantasy football expert, wrote a great book, Committed, Confessions of a Fantasy Football Junkie. Has another one coming out. He's on ESPN Classic, uh, thesportsrack.com, 
It's our buddy Mark St. Amant. What's going on, Mark? Gentlemen, how you doing? Fantastic. What's up, Mark? How are you? Doing well. Survived the winter. Oh, Survived that's... the winter and uh, it... hanging in there. Yeah, you, the uh, Bow Sox are playing well. Yep, they started off nicely. You know, Schilling looks strong. Beckett looks strong. There's always the, the blister fear, fears with Beckett, but right. he's, uh, he's 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 done well. It's it's a good start up here. Now let's talk football. This weekend oh, yeah. is the draft. First, oh, yeah. of, first of all, the big news here in Florida: no, my, uh, no, Ricky Williams for the Dolphins. Ricky. But I there's going to be a Joy Harrington on the team. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, uh, or you lose some, you, know, you lose some. Right. Well, you know what's funny is is Oddly enough, I, Joey actually may may make a decent backup in a. In a I mean, you know, you, you mean, don't want him to. Uh, Detroit. You, you don't want Dante not to play, but but uh, you know, it could be worse. Detroit's notorious for uh, for not being able to use good quarterbacks. I mean, uh, quarterbacks are usually able to leave Detroit and do fairly well. Yeah, places. Scott Mitchell. Yeah, I was gonna say Charlie Bass. That, that worked out well last time for Miami, didn't it? Uh, here's one I forgot yeah. about: Andre Ware. Andre Ware, of course. Andre Ware, oh, yeah. Rodney Heisman, P. Heisman winner, Andre Ware. <laughs> yeah. Um, how but Ricky, is, Ricky's gone, huh? But yeah. how, what does that mean for Ronnie Brown, though? Is that, does that up his uh, stock as far yeah. as fantasy football coming up this season? I think it definitely does. I mean, they, they, I think what I heard, they, they've, they've re-signed, re-signed Minor, right? But he's still, mm-hmm. you know, he's not going to take over that job. It's, it's, no. it's Ronnie's to lose, and it's, uh, I think that definitely does. It's funny, I just did a, um, did yes, believe it or not, before the NFL draft, I participated in my first mock draft um, for fantasy. It was for ESPN the magazine, and, and Ronnie Brown went uh, in the second round, the one, two, three, fourth pick in the second round. Wow! And I think he'll he might bump up a little higher now uh, with with Ricky gone, but he might be might bump up into the you know the the first couple picks. In the What's that round. in a, in a uh, ten team system or a? Uh, this was uh, this was a twelve. Okay, Mark Saint Amant. Oh, sorry about that. Mark Saint Amant joining us here in the hideout on World Radio one hundred four point one. He's our fantasy football expert. Now the actual draft is yeah. what I'm really really well, into. Well, before we get to the actual draft, I do want to say biggest off season move for fantasy football is it Terrell Owens to the Cowboys or no? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's. Um... I have to say that is I think T.O. I mean edge edge to the Cardinals is was certainly a um, it was a little unexpected because uh, I don't know it, they're not exactly known for having uh, anything above a pop Warner offensive line so it's like you know but they do have a potent offense but edge edge to the the Cardinals was big but I think T.O. to Dallas was big and in fact speaking of this this mock draft I took T.O. with my second pick actually because oh, wow. I do think I do think that. You know he's got a he's got to be a good citizen for a year or as as good as he he can be, and because you know this isn't baseball it's not these this money's not guaranteed or you know the the, the years aren't guaranteed and he's got to be a good soldier to uh, mm-hmm. get get a longer contract and and I think he's going to put up some sick numbers for at least for a year. Mark Mark um, Amont here in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs, let's talk uh, let's talk draft. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was wondering if uh, Brett Favre coming back makes any difference in the fantasy football world. I don't really think so, and it, it's it's too bad. Um, just getting away from fantasy for a bit, it's a little too bad what he's done because yeah. no one really seems to understand why he took so long, why he sort of uh, held the Packers hostage like that, and and he he really turned his legacy from like a real gutty warrior to like a just a pain in the ass. Well, the last, the last couple of years he's been kind of a pain in the ass with uh, bitching about other people uh, holding out on uh, contracts and stuff when he held exactly. out all he, uh, all off season basically. He, to uh, exactly. say if he's coming back or retiring. 
Yeah, exactly. He he sort of uh, browbeat Javon Walker into coming mm-hmm. back without out the, uh, without a contract, and Walker blows out his knee, and then he's he's all over. He's kind of sticking his nose into the uh, Tennessee situation, and um, yeah, he's. I think he's just got to shut up and play. I mean, he's Brett Favre for God's sake, and people still respect him, but he's just got to, uh, you know, just just uh, if he wants to play another year, fine. I think he's earned that right, but but why don't sort of hold the organization hostage, mm-hmm. as, especially as they approach the draft, you know. Which first rounders uh, to be taken this Saturday in the uh, in the uh, football uh, NFL draft are probably are likely to make the biggest impact, Mark? Um, biggest impact from a fantasy standpoint? Yeah. Um, I mean, you, it sounds like you know the captain obvious answer, but you really gotta gotta start with first and foremost with Reggie Bush. Yeah. Um, just because, yeah, chances are ninety nine point nine percent sure he's going to end up end up in Houston mm-hmm. while Dominic is still there. They're not going to draft a guy like that and pay him the kind of money he's going to get to to sit. Oh no, he'll um, he'll be starting immediately. Yeah, so at the very 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 least, he will make a I think a tremendous flex player um, this year. But I mean, he is still a rookie. He went I hate, hate to keep referring to this draft, but he went in the uh, sort of the the middle of the third round um, in this this uh, ESPN magazine draft, and it was. Um, uh, but that's still pretty high for a rookie mm-hmm. and to a team. At the time, we still don't know where he's going to go. So, uh, but Reggie Bush. I, but I think there are a couple other guys. I think D'Angelo Williams could have some impact wherever he goes. Uh, Lawrence Maroney. Uh, there's talk of. I mean, pretty much whoever drafts, uh, whoever whoever ends up in the indie backfield, whether it be um, you know uh, Maroney, whether it be uh, there's talk of this this kid Joseph Adai from LSU going to. Uh, Indy, perhaps, and and you know Indianapolis, they have Mungro and and Rhodes, and it's not like they're they're really enamored with either of those guys. No. Um, so anyone who ends up in the, the Colts backfield could be good. There are only you know maybe two premier receivers uh, coming out of this draft. You know Chad Jackson and Santonio Holmes, and right now uh, it's, Holmes could end up in Denver, which could be pretty good because they're they're sort of uh, they're not really thrilled with Ashley and Lee, so he could end up. Being a number two slash number one guy, because um, Rod Smith is getting kind of old. But um, you know, rookie receivers are are a little dicey. I mean, you had Bolden and you had Moss, but the last time a rookie receiver really went nuts, um, you know, it's been few and far between. Yeah, they uh, even like the top ones, you aren't guaranteed anything with them. Mark Saint Demont yeah. here in the Hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. What are the chances of uh, I don't know, like a Vince Young or a Liner or anybody just really? Having a Ben Roethlisberger kind of run, uh, a good rookie season, is that even possible for an NFL for a uh, rookie NFL quarterback anymore? Yeah, I mean, it's when you look back, you think of, I mean, even Peyton when he he had a a, a good and not great rookie year. I mean, he threw through touchdowns, but he also threw like twenty interceptions. Yeah, and the the, so, the the team wasn't doing that well either. And the, and the team wasn't as good exactly. So. It, it really is hard, um, especially considering that if a team is going to draft a quarterback really high, especially like this year, you're looking at Tennessee or possibly New Orleans. But I mean, right now it looks like the Saints are kind of leading towards Mario Williams. But mm-hmm. um, if, if say Vince Young ends up in Tennessee, that could be more interesting than if he ends up in Oakland, because if he ends up in Oakland, he'll be probably you know the understudy to Brooks for a year, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he ends up in Tennessee, I can't imagine well, anybody maybe. anybody uh, learning from that guy. What are you going to study from that guy? <laughs> exactly. How to throw yeah. it into the uh, into the uh, lineman's back? Oh my goodness! <laughs> seven seven rows up in the stands. Yeah, um, but if he ends up in Tennessee, it could be interesting because I mean, because Vince Young is a winner and he's got the skills and mm-hmm. it, he he could be you know at least a, a, a bye week starter for you. Um, Liner, it seems like it. I don't know. His stock seems to be plummeting a tiny bit as they come to the the you know the draft here on Saturday and 
you know, a lot of times it's it's all the politicking and little you know head fakes that teams like to give each other. But now they're now they're saying, oh, whereas before Young was going to the Raiders, now a lot of experts have Leinart going to the Raiders. Um, so and then Jay Cutler, who knows? His he was really you know he was flying high for a while. Now they have him dropping down to the late teens and maybe ending up in like uh, you know Minnesota or something. Um, so it's. But as far as quarterbacks, I, I don't know. It, it, a lot of quarterbacks would have to go off the board before uh, um, before I'd take a rookie and, and feel comfortable starting him. Uh, Mark Sandemont here in the high out on Road Radio 104.1. We're up on a break, Mark. I tell you, really excited. I, I think it's a you know it's a uh, fun sort of funny, but also you know there, there's there's a serious side to it too. It's not like all sort of jokey like mm-hmm. it was. It's a look at semi-pro football, kind of a Friday Night Lights meets. Paper Lion, you know, I had never played football in my life. I joined the I'm total suburban white, raised white boy and I joined an inner city football team as uh as the kicker. So it's it's uh yeah, a lot, a lot of look at semi pro football from a lot of different angles. So it's a uh, very fun cool. book, I think. Mark St. Amont, thank you as usual, my friend. We'll talk to you early next week. Thanks, guys. All right, boy. Take a break, come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Thank goodness for nameless. Yes. Hideoutheretics.net. On the top of hideoutheretics.net, he has put a Google map to the ExxonMobil on the run. 436 and 1792. Chunk's on his way there now for a peaceful protest of the gas prices. Also, hideoutheretics.net is where you're going to be able to go to vote on our uh, hideout hottie uh, fancy draft. Exactly. And I I did all my scouting today. I haven't scouted yet. Can I just see your guys' mock drafts? No. I'm going to tell you, if you haven't started scouting yet, you're you're in trouble. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a rough one because of a lot of people have been taken off the board already. This is a tough thing to find. I was going over uh, stuff with Matt today just to make sure we didn't have any of the similar picks. We did. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's going to be a, a fight between me and him tomorrow to see who can get certain picks in first. Well, he has the first pick, then me. Oh, damn it! You, you I have a third, and you have fourth, and then Chunks has fifth. Why does Chunks get the good position? Because he cheated last year. That's not fair. I think Chunk should go after me in the middle because he cheated. He didn't really win last year because Amanda Bynes. I think he should choose last overall. I think he should. we should pick our teams, and then he can go. Philip in Orlando, thanks for uh, holding patiently, my friend. What's up, Philip? Hey, how y'all doing? What's hey, up? Bro- hey, brother. One thing that we, you know, we got to understand is I, I worked in the trucking industry for many years, and uh, you know, not only is the fuel prices affecting us as far as our driving, going to work, and doing the things that we have to do, but we're also going to have an effect on the products that we buy. Yeah, it's going to it's going everything being delivered uh, that that costs money to deliver it, and that that, that price is going to go up. You know, it's it's all in numbers. The numbers that we have for for protesters, and, and I think if if we get together, maybe choose one or two days in a week that we, where we don't. Uh, purchase fuel or purchase a certain product. I mean, we got to do what we have to do to, to make an impact. You know, not just protest, but protest also in, in action by doing things like that. Thank you for taking my call. You betcha, buddy. I appreciate it. I mean, I just, I'm honestly of the belief that, you know, if you're sick of something, oh, by the way, the D. Snyder does not help. What? Again, fires up, man. The 436, uh, 1792 Exxon Mobil for the peaceful protest. Exxon quarterly profit, fifth highest ever, $8.4 billion. 
ExxonMobil also has the first, second, and fourth spots. It's not right, man. No. It just doesn't make sense. And somebody tried to draw the bare parallel yesterday. Well, what about athletes who are making an insane amount of money? Again, it is that you, you choose. You don't need to, football. You choose to be a fan. You don't need baseball. You need gas in the system that's set up. Now, if we were in a city that had a fantastic mass transit, like in New York, mm-hmm. and in New York, because New York really only had Chicago. I mean, Chicago. DC's is. This decent. Is decent, yeah, but, it, just, but it, it doesn't get you everywhere. Exactly. And it's so expensive to live near, unless you're going to live in the ghetto, live right off the metro. You know, it's just, it's it's unfair. $8.4 billion they made in the first three months of this year. It's a profit. Yeah, that's not just what they brought in. That's uh, their, their yield. So again, this protest is about... About standing up and, you know, not sitting by. The people who tell you it's not going to make a difference are the people who have something to benefit by you staying silent. Or they, they've been just pushed around so long that they really believe that. But it's not true. I'm telling you this right now. If we got a few hundred people out there who were pissed off, which I don't think is feasible. I think at most we would have 50. Yeah. I mean, this is a very short notice thing, and uh, we're hoping as many people show up as can. But let's say you're driving in your car right now, and you're thinking, you know what? I'm going to take 15 minutes out of my time to go and walk with everybody who's pissed off about gas prices. You don't have to stay all night. Just you show gonna, up. You're going to go walk, and by being there, power in numbers. Oh, you don't want to walk? Just stand in one spot, holding the sign. It's going to make a difference. You can make a difference. Despite what they tell you, you can make a difference. You can be somebody. We're just here to help. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next on The Hideout. Another way that we're going to help. Coming up in The Hideout, Chad Priest. He's the founder of a website, FuelGo.com. Mm-hmm. It is blown up, Dubs, and it has only been around for about 40 hours because they got some run on CNN. It's a free gas service. It's a free service to your cell phone that tells you the cheapest prices in your area. Oh, wow. We're going to chat with them next. Real Radio and Chunks, too, in the hideout Real Radio. The bass in this. Oh, yeah. Bumping. I hate I love. Who's that hate bass? But at the same time, too, some about it makes you feel like a man. I hate songs that are just bass. Right. But uh, like, like this is this is good. You have to have the uh, lyrical stylings of Easy E written oh, by yeah. Ice Cube. Yeah. So hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Again, the uh, peaceful protest. Exxon Mobil, 436 and 1792. Uh, I guess everybody's over there now. Is the documentary filmmaker over there too? Did Soft make it over? I haven't heard anything yet. All right, we got to get a hold of Chunks then. I will give Chunks some credit. Dubs, the other day I was watching, I believe it was the Situation Room. Right now we're all about gas prices. Right now mm-hmm. we're doing a peaceful protest over at the ExxonMobil because of the $8.4 billion profit in the first three months. And so I'm watching the Situation Room with Wolf Blitzer. There's something about Wolf Blitzer that makes me want to tickle him. Yeah, there is he some just kind. 
There's some kind of bear type feature to him. He seems like he'd giggle. He'd be a giggler. He seems like he'd taste like salt if you kissed him gently on the neck. Okay, I don't know what that is. Huh? He works hard. All right, so maybe he sweats. But I'm watching, I guess, the Situation Room, and I saw an advertisement or a story uh, on this website, FuelGo.com. FuelGo.com. So I'm very excited to have uh, Chad, Chad uh, Priest, here in the hideout. Hey, Chad, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? We're good, bro. We're good. Founder of FuelGo.com. I I guess it was CNN you were on, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. What is is FuelGo.com? Uh, basically, FuelGo.com is just an informational site, uh, but, but what it tells you is, is how you can use my service, which allows you to basically look up and find the cheapest gas stations in your local area through a simple text message on, on say, your mobile phone. Okay. So on FuelGo.com, how long is it, like, how would it work? Give me an example for those of us here in Central Florida. All right. Um, say, say I'm driving down the street. I noticed, you know, my gas tank's almost on E. Uh, normally, I would only have, you know, the four choices of gas stations on every corner to choose from, which had the cheapest prices. Right. But uh, with my cell phone, I'd pull out my cell phone and send a text message to gas at fuelgo.com, and uh, the subject of the text message would be my zip code. And from there, we do a search with... Uh, um, all prices in that area, and uh, deliver the results back to your phone in a, a simple text message. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm, I'm actually on the website right now, fuelgo.com. How much does that cost? Uh, it's absolutely free for individual use. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the, you are, I, I do want to point out, though, that uh, your normal carrier charges apply. So, you mm-hmm. know, if, like if, if you, you don't have a text it, messaging plan, etc. So if you get free text messages, uh, then it's free. But if uh, the only charge you'll get is from your cell phone company that would charge you for per text message. Exactly, yeah. Oh, that. All right, so uh, now you're on, the website's only a few hours old, right? Yeah, actually, uh, we launched uh, probably about, I don't know, uh, 35, 40 hours ago or so now. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Is it blowing up? It's blowing up. Uh, within nine hours, we were on CNN, and uh, and here we are with you, which is great. Uh, just uh, all over. Yeah. Now you're in the big leagues. Yeah. How you fallen, <laughs> <laughs> Chad. Uh, Chad Priest here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1, fuelgo.com. Uh, so I would assume the idea behind this was just, hey, we want to set up a, you know, some sort of a service to help people out. Was there anything in particular that made you think of this? Like you have an internet background or what, Chad? Yeah, actually, uh, I've been developing uh, internet websites for the past seven years, and uh, I'll, I'll be frank with you, I actually developed it for my own personal use. <laughs> All right. And uh, have been using it for about four months now, and. Uh, realized all the savings I've been acquiring and, and stuff, and I thought, well, shoot, if I can do it, then I might as well just release it and let everybody else do it as well. Okay, so and, do you have it hooked up on some sort of a national database? or I don't know if you want to give up too much of your secret, but I'm just fascinated on how, how it works. works. Well, uh, I'm actually partnered with uh, another company that has been uh, doing gas prices for quite some time. Uh, that the, that's, uh, I don't care. They're, they're great guys. Uh, gaspricewatch.com. Okay, Gat. Yeah. All right. And, uh, basically, basically it's a volunteer based system. Uh, because to require, uh, to, to gather the, uh, information from the gas prices, 
Normally, if you buy that information, it's already 24 hours old, so it's useless at that point. What this is is it's a huge group of volunteers that uh, go and update these prices every day, and uh, and yeah, it's just on the website, and I, I partnered with him, so. All right, I'm on fuelgo.com right now, Dubs. The mm-hmm. average gas price is uh, two bucks ninety-one cents. Okay. Um, right here it has the high, which is Needles, California, three dollars and seventy-nine cents. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. And the low in Jerome, Idaho. Um, they must have some reward for being in Idaho, and that's two dollars and thirty-six cents. So all that on fuel. Uh, Only reason to go to Idaho. <laughs> Fuelgo.com. Uh, well, Chad, man, it seems like a very cool thing. It is free except for the usual internet like charge that your uh, phone would give you. But again, I guess you you send a text message to gas at fuelgo.com, and then uh, in the message or in the subject heading your zip code, right? That's correct. All right, yep. fan- fantastic. Well, best of luck, man. I hope it works out and. You know, thanks Great. for doing something like yeah. that. I appreciate it, bro. Great problem. service. I hope I can save everybody a lot of money. Now, at the very least, my friend, thank you, dude. Appreciate it. Yep. Gary, there he is, Chad from FuelGo.com. Now, where's my phone? You know what he's saying right now? He's uh, he's taking part in the cause. He stood up to be somebody. Yeah. He isn't going to take it anymore. Yeah. Oh, right, you want to get a hold of Chunk? The snatcher of gas. You see how the peaceful protest is going at 436 and 1792? Again, the rules for that. No amplification devices. Unless you're D. Snyder. Don't impede the flow of traffic. Don't go on any private property. Okay? But now's your time to stand up and be heard. But you are allowed to quote Strangeland. Is that Chunks? Chunks. What's up, guys? How's it going, my friend? It's going all right, man. Slowly but steadily, we are getting a uh, a nice little crowd over here. Nice. We're getting, lot, we're getting a lot of beats. Hooch, King Queens just showed up. Nice. So we got a lot more people coming by. Uh, people no- are beeping. Hefe uh, Hitchick came by to help support the cause, too. Oh, that's awesome. All right, some yeah. little, my little, uh, little ladies out there as well. So, all right, Dubs, or, uh, Chunks, explain exactly what's going on and where you guys are. All right, we're going to have to... Hold on a second, BJ. Jeez, we're standing up for something here. Calm down for two seconds. Sorry, BJ was yapping at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at the corner of 1792 and 436, right outside of Mobile, on the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a big gas station with a great corner, a great intersection. You'll be able to see us. We have neon signs, a hideout flag. And we're trying to stick it to uh, CEO, ExxonMobil. And hopefully we're trying to get gas prices maybe lowered a little bit. But more than anything else, you're just being heard at this point. You're being, uh, exactly. you're, it's symbolic right now, and hopefully the symbolism will make a point. And you have the, uh, Thank you. you've actually got the, you know, the materials to make signs. Yes, we do. All right, let me talk, to, got... B- let me talk to BJ. All right, hold on a sec. BJ! <laughs> hey, come in. What's going on? Hey! Hey! Are you rallying the troops? I am. I'm. I'm they, they, they were having trouble reading the signs, so I got to fill them in a little darker. All right, but you're going out there and actually coloring, right? Oh yes, absolutely. All right, very good. Um, hitting on any chicks out there protesting with you? No, not yet. We're just getting going. We already got a 
probably already got a half dozen to a dozen people down here, so it's a good turnout so far. Very good, and we're just getting started, all right? Absolutely. It's going to be a good time. It's a good cause. 436 17 92. Exxon Mobil right there. On the run. And I hope people go out there and they show up. 15, 20 minutes, realize, hey, this affects me. If not, I don't know, you go watch your American Idol. And yeah, do, it, do whatever you want to do. Keep getting screwed. But we're going to actually stand up and do something. All right, Chunk. The response is good so far. People yelling, honking their horns. All right, bye, Curious PJ. All right. All right, see you later. 5,000. 5,000. Y'all check in in a bit. I'm just tired of talking. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to do something. Stand up, be somebody. Why do you have to? Be- if you don't, if you don't want to do it, don't you know? Don't do it. But if you if you have anything inside you that wants to get out there and and just show that you care, get yeah. out there. Seventeen ninety two four thirty six Exxon Mobil. Do it peacefully. Richard, New Smyrna Beach, you're in the hideout. What's up, Richard? Hey, what's going on? What you got, dude? Hey, I just want to. Uh kind of plant a seed in everybody's mind um what 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 do you want to do about uh companies making big profits do you want the government to step in and say that uh you know a company not, doesn't have the right no not at all that would be dangerous okay well let me ask you this um why why is a company not allowed to make big profits no, no they are they are the way they are allowed to make big profits, but we're also allowed to fight back and say, "Hey, we want some of this coming back to us. We've been we've been feeding you so long. Why don't you give us a break?" And again, I think part of the problem, Richard, is in the fact that this is something we are dependent on. Our society yeah, well, has been set up that we are dependent on this, and we're essentially held hostage. There's not much of a yeah, choice. But, Hold on, dude. There, okay. You asked a question. I'm going to answer it. There's not much of a choice that we have. Gas affects us in everything that we do. In our society, you can't get around it. So we are being held hostage by these companies, by ExxonMobil, who has the, what is it, first, second, fourth, and fifth highest earnings, profit earnings in history, in human history. Well, then why don't you invest in ExxonMobil? It's a publicly traded company. If they're making such big profits, invest in them. Take the money, too. (laughs) But it's not about that. It's about how about how about ExxonMobil has a little bit of corporate responsibility. You don't feel that corporations should have any responsibility to the uh, world or to a the system. A corporation is set up to make money. No, I understand that, and no one's saying that they shouldn't make money. I'm talking about where does the responsibility kick in? And I also think the problem too is that we are held hostage by them. Who's just saying 40, 50, 60 years? Uh, oil's not even the big problem anymore. Water is, and no. Aquafina. Uh, supply, so, supply and demand states that if you have a low supply, which will never make any more oil in the earth, if you have a low supply and a high demand, price is going to go up. The mine. I understand. Exactly I went to college. No, I understand. I went to college. I understand economics. My point is that it is not fair for these companies to hold us hostage the way they are what holding about, us hostage about, when we don't have an alternative. Dude, there is no legitimate alternative. There is no choice. Did, and you, know that, did go ahead. you know that diesel engines can run on cooking oil? Yes, they can. And that's fantastic. We need to start. We need to start using those things. We need to start developing those things. But corporations like Exxon Mobil are uh, in the pockets of our uh, Congress people and are blocking and, different all fuel alternatives. And when when they've been telling us that they aren't making any money off this, they've been saying this for for that's so long that they aren't making a whole lot of money off the gasoline. When they're turning the biggest profits out of any company. 
Hey, we pay we pay more for a gallon of milk than we do a gallon of gas. So we what does that milk. mean? You don't need we a gallon milk. of milk. Dude, we'll never, we'll never run are out you, of cows. Are you listening to me? You are not I'm understanding listening. that we I'm don't... No, you're not. You're talking. You are not hearing me and that we don't need a gallon of milk to survive and to get around in the society in which we live. We don't need that. Yes, we pay more for a monster energy drink or a cafe latte, but those are choices. We do not have a choice when it comes to gas. It sounds to me like you should you should start. It sounds to me like you should open your mind and understand the world in which you live in. No, I think you should. Oh, that's you a should, great comeback. Cut that bitch off, Nick Culver. <laughs> I'm not against people no, making money. Dude, it's supply and demand. I'll throw out these little uh, economic words. It's supply and demand, man. I'm not against people making money. That's not the issue here. When it's the top four of five. Uh, of the uh, of people of, of profits in quarterly areas that they're holding. I mean, it's ridiculous. And there's a whole other there's a whole other problem too with the, what corporations are allowed to get off, get away with. But fine. And it, it, we, it, that is a battle that you know the Supreme Court decided for our our uh, our country a long time ago. But this is the, if this is the only way of getting what we want, we we can't go to uh, Congress or whatever and get what we want. It, the only way to do it is to step up and try to put pressure on them. And that's why we're having this peaceful protest at the corner of 1792 and 436 at the ExxonMobil. Dude, $8.4 billion, $8.4 billion profit months. in three months. That's not them uh, what they took in. That's how much they made. How could you be on their side? They don't care about you. Why don't you go invest in Exxon? What is that going to solve? Okay, all right, yeah, I'll go invest, and then I'll make, I'll make money off of. Uh, but you'll end up putting way more of that back into your tank. I'll make off fifty shares. I'll make money on uh, screwing middle class families and poor people, the average American. Let me try to profit off of that. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the Hideout. It's about choice, and we don't have one. It's true. It's the only thing we can do is go gallon buy, of, buy, buy. Gallon of ga- a gallon of milk or a monster energy drink or a cafe latte. You have a choice in those things. We don't have a choice. With gas. We're doing something about it in the hideout. What are you going to do? The peaceful protest going on now. 436 and 1792. The Exxon Mobil Station. You'll see everybody out there. Chunks, Vicarious BJ, Soft. My chick went out there to also participate in the peaceful protest of the... I said price gouging. That's mm-hmm. going on with the oil company. Yeah. And we've singled out ExxonMobil. And we're starting with just one station, and then we'll see if we can branch it out. But it's up to you to get out there and uh, be a voice. It's a matter of whether or not you even care. We're finding that out right now. But you, you, Hey, we talk a good game. Yeah, we get pissed and we'll yell and scream about it, but usually people won't do anything. But will I take 15 minutes out of my time to go to a peaceful protest to power in numbers? I don't know. Will you? We've set up the opportunity. That's your chance to step up and do it. 
Ladies first in the hideout, Emily in Orlando. Go ahead, Emily. Hey, guys. How's it going? All right. Good. I just want to say I'm I'm on my way back from Tampa, back to Orlando, and if you're still out there, I'm going to go on and root everyone on and, and do my part, too. I appreciate that, Emily. Thank um, you. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, I just wanted to make a comment about the gentleman with the economic knowledge that was on earlier. Right. I, like I, I work for one of the bigger cell phone companies in a call center in the area, and the difference between these gas companies and, and someone who's providing a, like a luxury item is the fact that we are dependent upon the consumer, and what, what what makes them happy makes us happy. And if they're unhappy, it affects profit. However, with these gas companies, you're, there's no consumer involvement because they are providing a need. Mm-hmm. It, and that adds on like an added responsibility to them to, to provide us without with, without gouging the prices like they are doing. And so I totally understand what you guys are doing, and I... I promote it a lot. It's a great thing. I, I'm excited. <laughs> Emily, I tell you what, you summed it up perfectly. There's a and that's that's the difference that I was trying to tell him about, you know, a gallon of milk or the you know, or a cafe latte or like you said, a cell phone. Yeah. Or cable. There is a difference because of choice. And when you're offering something that is needed, you, I think you, I think you put it correctly. There's yeah, added man. responsibility. It's I not, totally agree with you guys. And, yeah. uh, and uh, thank was, you, Emily. I was saying this during the commercial break that uh, they did really nothing to uh, uh, deserve that high of a profit in this last quarter. They didn't do anything uh, clever or anything. They just went out there and gave you something that you need and charged a, a pretty penny for it. <sighs> What's this uh, online eight? How do you say that, Matt? I don't know what you typed up there. <laughs> Leshik. Right. Sorry. Leshik. All right, Leshik, you're in the hideout on Real Radio and Oviedo. What's up, Leshik? Hey, hey, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Why is it that when this guy loses his argument, he starts talking about vegetable oil and a diesel engine? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I like what you guys are doing with this protest. I'm going to head out there in a little bit. That's fantastic. I, I appreciate it. It always is funny, too, you kind of try to switch the subject real fast. Thank you, Leshik. Oh, it's Leshik. Like that's who it was. I know him. Um, yeah, it's the uh, it's the Exxon Mobil at 436 and 1792. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sit here and try to pump it up bigger than it is. Oh, let's talk to Chunks. I mean, I want honest numbers. How many people are out there outraged about this? Uh, we got about um, we got about 10, and more people come by. Even a, a Mr. Blackbean came by, drove by, gave us a honk. Awesome. Yeah, so we got a lot more people, a lot new people, a lot newer people sh- uh, showing up to be somebody. And uh, it, some heretics I haven't met before, and there's more people on the way. A lot of the hardcore ones, Mr. Matt, um, he's picking up some more of the neon signs, the sharpies for us. Good. We got a lot of people coming by. We got a gentleman who just took his shirt off, and he's holding up the sign, shaking it like a maniac. All right, that's the thing too. It's a peaceful protest of the gas prices, and I'm telling you. I mean, I'm disappointed that it's ten people. Mm-hmm. I mean, just so many people. We got ten people on the line now who have called in, who are angry. Yeah, and I've uh, I've had many people uh, typing up and saying, "Yeah, hell yeah, this is a good thing." Well, if it's that good of a thing, go out there and uh, do something about it. I mean, what are you doing right now? You're driving. You're near 436. You're near 1792. Get out there and support this thing. All right, Chunk. You know what I forgot to give you? Yeah. Monster anniversary show tickets. We have some of those. We need to give out while we're out there. Uh, so, uh, you know, give. Uh, million dollar profit. 400 million. 400 million. Hey, Chunks. Was that an old grandma? What the hell happened? DJ's bad uh, statistics uh, knocked us offline. Help!
help. I've fallen and I can't get up. Well, hey, we need to figure out a way to run out the uh, Monster Anniversary Show tickets. Well, show. what we can do is uh, just take names down out there, tell them how many we have, and uh, they can come up and pick them up. Uh, let's go to James on I-4. You're in the hideout. What's up, James? Hey, yeah, I was just uh, wanted to mention, was like, how much does other countries pay for their gas? Like, I know Iraq, their gas is like five cents a gallon. Oh, I saw it yesterday. Uh, I saw it Saudi yesterday. Saudi Arabia, I mean, they they have a big big gas, right? They have a lot of fuel there. I saw it. I saw it yesterday, and Iran's paying like forty cents a gallon. Was it forty cents? Yeah, and I mean, it's you know, that's in Iran, and they, they're showering in it. They're just over there laughing at us. Yeah, they pour it out on the ground, mocking us. <laughs> because doesn't, doesn't um, Alaska get some kind of? Don't, doesn't everybody that lives there get a cut of the oil that's up there? I know. Like uh, I know. In Iraq, they do. I don't know about what's going on in Alaska, so you know, I don't but know. I, I definitely know Iraq has a. Uh, the people have a little bit of a stake in each of it. Nathan Winter Park, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Nathan? Hey, how's it going? I, just, I completely agree with you guys. I'm walking here on the corner right now to awesome. stand up for the cause. But uh, what last I checked, this was a government of the people, and it seems to me that the government can sanction anything and put caps on anything. But for some reason, when it comes to gas prices, they, they're kind of they you know, they elude it. Um, it's somewhat of a monopoly that they're doing. Exxon, what do they hold, like the second, the fourth, and the fifth, or whatever? Yeah, it was first, second, fourth, and fifth uh, most uh, profitable uh, private companies uh, in history, essentially. Right. It's ridiculous, you know. I mean, this is something we all live we, here. We all need gas. Why would we not want to make it affordable? How hard is it? You know, I have to take a loan out to fill my tank up now. Yeah, it, you know? and, it, and it depends on what you're driving, but like in, even in my little Scion, which I love, Nathan, it's, right. you know, I'm putting in nearly 30 bucks, and I'm like, my oh, tank takes right. 90 to fill now. And it's $90. And you're just thinking, where is, the, what's going on here? It's an, it's an extra tax. Is really what it is. Absolutely. All right, I, I appreciate you being out there and Not doing that right now. Thank you, man. I, I'm here, man. See you. All right, that is Nathan, who is part of the peaceful protest right now at 436 and 1792 of these gas prices. Hey, people have decided to stand up and do something. Are you going to? It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next on the hideout. Uh, we'll continue to take your phone calls on this. We'll continue to check in with Chunks, and then we will switch gears, Dubs. And uh, the Perv Audio, yeah, the Perv Audio from Dateline, which is so good, so good. We'll get to the funny. Eh, this is fun too. Yeah, this is fun, but we'll get to the funny. That's coming up. Be somebody with the hideout. Get out there. Four thirty six, seventeen ninety two, Exxon Mobil, Real Radio one hundred four point one. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1, peaceful protest going on. Exxon Mobil on the run at 436 of 1792. The hideout and the heretics are out there. Bicarious BJ, Soft, the documentary filmmaker, Chunks is there. Hey, we're just trying to do our part. We're giving you the opportunity. We've organized a little something. It's a Thursday night. I understand that uh, your favorite television shows may be on or you're playing your favorite video game, mm-hmm. but I say go out and be somebody and do something. Ladies first in the hideout, Katie on uh, I-4. What's up, Katie? Hi, guys. Oh, hi. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been listening to 104.1 for about 12 years, and this is the first time that I've called in. Oh, well, thank um, you. I'm actually I, honored. I love you guys. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to say that I just got out of college about four months ago and drew from the bank of mom for about four mm-hmm. and a half years. Right. And... 
you know, to go to the gas station across the corner for 10 cents cheaper, eh, you know, I didn't really do that because mom, I had an Exxon card. Right, yeah. So anyway, now that I definitely work hard for my dollars, I would say maybe when, you know, the economics majors or last night, you know, the little girl who called, um, <laughs> what do you guys do for a living? Like when you fill up and it costs you $60, do you cheer? Are you happy about that? I mean, here's the thing. You know, the other thing, too, is like we're on the radio, Dubs and I, and mm-hmm. I know we're supposed to put up this facade of we're rock stars. and We aren't making Doogie Howser money over here. No. In fact, <laughs> when, when, when Dubs and I fill up, it hurts. Now, when Chunks and Tommy and Matt Albert fill up, uh, they usually don't. They're not eating. <laughs> they put they put a quarter tank in and hope it makes them uh, as long as possible. And for these people who say, "Hey, it, you know, it's no big deal," you're making a lot of money. Then I don't know how, you know, especially when you're doing any sort of a commute, Katie. You know, when you're actually commuting and driving further than probably we drive because you know we live fairly close to the station. I just can't imagine what it is. You're sitting in traffic on I-4 or 408. or I know a lot of people will commute from Lakeland or Orlando or Lakeland to Tampa. And just how much it, it must be yeah. eating at people right now. I actually drive about 30 miles to work each day. I live in Edgewater and work at Stetson in DeLand. Oof. And, you know, by the end of the week, I'm like, man, because I am very grateful for my 750 mm-hmm. an hour job, you know. And right. a huge portion of my salary goes to gas. Well, hey, why don't you get a better job no, then? Just go get a better job. <laughs> yeah, why don't you go... Uh, it's your fault. Yeah, you know, you should go uh, make some more money. You know what I mean? I hate that. Hey, Katie, I really... It means a lot you took the time to call the hideout. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you for taking my call. Bye, guys. All right, bye. Let's go to another lady. Lady's always first in the hideout. Jill in Orlando. What a dummy. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Let me just start out by saying I totally support the cause. And uh, me and Ashley of the Domahoes are actually going up right now nice. to uh, protest. Oh, nice. It's Jilly, the Domahoes. We haven't heard from you in a while. Oh, that's and by the way, uh, we're hot, going up right now. Hot chicks headed up to 436 <laughs> and 1792. Make sure you're there. Oh, you flatter us. Anyway, uh, what we really called to say is that the guy bitching about, oh, I'm sorry, complaining. That's fine. Uh, about, um, you know, saying that the cost of milk is, you know, more expensive. Well, you name me one billionaire dairy farmer. There is none because they price, they price it within reason. It's, yeah, it's priced accordingly. Exactly, exactly. I don't know. So I think we're maybe going they... up right now. All right, thank you, Jilly. Ashley. Ashley in the background just yelling. Mm-hmm. I still get confused which one is which. Uh, Jill, the blonde-haired chick, and then the other chick. Jilly's the short-haired one. Yes. Ashley has the long hair. Mm-hmm. The Damahos. And you know what? Your pizza delivery driver. Yeah, I mean that. This affects those type of people You're, way more than it affects me or you. You know, if Putin, who makes his living driving around delivering, mm-hmm. and doesn't get a cent more from the t- people tipping because they're paying for gas too. Um. Highway on Highway 27. I don't think that's what you meant to go by, but Matt is retarded. Go ahead. Hello? You there? Go. Hi- All right, never mind. I'm going to blame that one on Matt. What does Matt say whenever he screens the phone calls? <laughs> A minute ago, I was laughing because he goes, Hey, Katie. Oh, sorry, Jim. Hold on a second. Because <laughs> kept going to the wrong line. Matt, you're doing okay. You're doing. Yeah. You're actually doing a good job. And he's good at coaching them, too. Yeah, which is really a big deal. Car salesman Clay 
In Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, car salesman Clay? Buddy, I just started making a living doing this, and I can't sell a car because of gas prices. People, all of our big money cars are V8s and mm-hmm. diesels, and everybody's coming in and wanting little four cylinders that you can't make crap off of. And, and you know, and that's what yeah, I, you guys work on commission there. That's what I said. Yeah. That's what I said earlier too. You know, if you want to be part of this uh, this protest, this peaceful protest. I specifically said, you know, the car salesman. Yeah, there's many reasons why you should be a part of it. And how it's affecting our American economy. You know, Dubs, your home state of Michigan is just getting ravaged right now. It's dead. You know, and then... uh, It it sucks. Now, can I go to any gas station and just start my own peaceful protest? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, but we we would like you to go out to the one we're at, but you can feel free to do whatever you like. All we're doing is giving you the idea of being peaceful and standing up and being heard, my friend, because it affects every single one of us. Good luck, car, smells and, uh, car salesman Clay. Pretty Pretty f- thank you. All right, buddy. Telling you. All right, here I'm getting this from uh, Sarita, who says she's 100% serious uh, in saying that she wants to come up and protest. She lives in Davenport, works in Orlando, spent a ton of money on gas. Mm-hmm. Father owns a lawn service. There's another. Yeah, you have to fill those uh, those uh, lawnmowers up, the uh, trimmers, all that kind of stuff. You're uh, you're spending money all the time on gas. Gas runs this uh, country. And she said, if I actually had the money for gas, <laughs> I would have gone out there. And that's a, that's an issue that a lot of people are dealing with. And you know, we're just asking if you're around there and you want to be a part of it, do it. I mean, it, it's an issue that people have to drive uh, halfway across the the city and they can't really afford it. Because of the gas prices, and that's what we're protesting out there. She says, P.S., by Curious BJ, so looks like a fat Conan O'Brien. Good call mm-hmm. on that. Thank you. Behind the by Curious. Second trailer to be shown at the uh, anniversary show. Mm-hmm. Let's see who should go to. Ah, Lewis in Orlando has been waiting patiently. Hey, Louie. Hey, Louie. What's going on, dude? Hey, guys. What's going mm. on? Hey, uh, just wanted to talk about this gas thing. It's... uh. Costing me like around thirty six bucks just to fill out my car, and I got a little crappy eighty two Honda, yeah. <laughs> and uh, another thing is that a lot of people are saying, well, you know, coffee is this much involved. Not everybody drinks coffee or drinks milk. We all need gas. Yep. Thank you. We all need gasoline. And two years ago, when the hurricanes were going on, I used to go out to uh, Titusville and do some fishing. I did last year. I can't this year because it's sixty dollars, basically. Going up there and coming back, it's my, the whole trip is sixty bucks. So right. it, it is affecting me in every single way. Going to work, a lot of money. And if so you were, if you were sitting on piles of money, you probably wouldn't care right now. Thank You'd you, like, Lewis. Good luck, Thanks, buddy. Man. But um, most of us aren't sitting on big piles of money where we can say, "Yeah, I'll, I'll pay the extra. I have no problem with it." <sighs> People who don't care that upper echelon, the upper echelon man, mm-hmm. doesn't bother them. Whether they're putting in 20 or 40 bucks for gas, doesn't matter. You and I, those of you listening right now, the people out there protesting at 436 and 1792, affects you. I'm proud. I think a lot of people are uh, are going to head out there, and I hope that it just gets bigger out there. I know some people are saying, well, why single out Exxon or... Also, too, um, you know, why are you targeting the local guy? This, that, and the other. You gotta start somewhere. You do. You have to start somewhere. And, you know, 
That person's making money. They chose to go into the gas business. They knew they went in because they knew it was going to be profitable. Mm-hmm. They did that for a reason. They could open to CC's. Which, by the way, I still haven't taken you to. No, I need to go to the CC's. I know where one is, too. I can know where a couple are. All you can eat pizza buffet. All right, here's our buddy Chick-fil-A John. He says, try spending four or $500 a day on diesel for farm tractors while planting our crops. You don't think that doesn't go back to you whenever you're buying produce? Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. All right, the chances start. Nay, nay, we won't pay. Look, again, you have to have gas. We've just singled out ExxonMobil. If you want to take a part of it, do it. Proud of you guys. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. We're going to take your phone calls real fast and switch up the gears. The peaceful protest still going on. 436, 1792 ExxonMobil on the run. Again, $8 billion profit in three months this year. In the history for any public company, in human history, ExxonMobil Corp. has the first, second, fourth, and fifth highest quarterly earnings in human history. That's why we've chosen them. That's why we're doing the peaceful protest. That's why I will no longer buy gas at an ExxonMobil until something's yeah. done. If something's done, then, yeah, we'll we'll march right back into Exxon and fill up our tanks. I mean, it was the way people protested. Remember after the Kathy Lee Gifford thing mm-hmm. and the sweatshops? And that forced a change. you got to stand up and be heard at the very least and let them know. you got to try. Uh, Joanna and Oviedo, you're in the... Actually, hold on a second. That is, uh... Joanna and Oviedo, you're in the hideout. Ladies first. What's up, Joanna? It's actually not Joanna. It's Jonah. Oh, Jonah. sorry. <laughs> All right, Matt, you What's ass. up, guys? What's up, dude? Um, I was just calling. I'm a delivery driver for a pizza company that you guys mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And not only is the price of gas killing us, but it's also this delivery fee that we've had for about a couple years. It's a dollar fifty, and most people that buy the pizza think that's going to us, which it is not. No. They, people people see that delivery charge, and they think, oh, well, they, we're already paying them a certain amount. And yeah. it, it that goes to the company, not to you. That's correct. And so then that's cutting in on your tips, which, of course, is how you would uh, you yeah, know, make a living. Yeah, it almost drops the tips in half. Oh, Christ. Yeah. All right. Good luck, Jonah. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Ray in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Ray? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo. Hey. Just want to start by saying that I uh, commend you guys for uh, the stance you guys are taking on this and the uh, fact that you guys are standing up. And I think that really you guys are just the beginning of a trend that is only going to grow as prices go up. It mm-hmm. will affect people. It will keep affecting people until even the rich can't afford it. Right. I think. I think it'll keep going up. I saw a, a, a documentary on, well, it wasn't really a documentary. It was a movie shot like a documentary about the, the fact that gas prices would go up. And it sort of did predictions about what would happen if the price of gas got to like $7, $8 a gallon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty frightening. And when you look at how prices are going up, what they put in this movie and when what you guys are saying and what you guys are feeling about this, it can only be true. So I really commend you guys for doing this, and I, and I think that, uh, again, you guys are creating a, a trend that's that's going to grow and, and do some kind of change. Well, huh? we can hope so. I, and it's not even just us, I mean, because we're sitting here, we try to mobilize the effort, but it's the people who have actually taken the time to sure. go out and walk in front of the uh, you know that mobile. And, again, it's one gas station at 436 and 1792, but, you know, I even got the idea from... 
you know, this little county in Texas, you know, that just decided to boycott ExxonMobil. We talked about it last night, and we made the decision that's what we were going to do. Well, again, that's the whole point of what you guys have said on your show. I mean, you, you call the show The Hideout, and you say, you know, be somebody. And I think that's what you guys are doing, so I really appreciate it. And um, Thank you, man. I appreciate 5, it. 5,000. All right, 5,000, Ray. Appreciate that, man. I'll be making it up there sometime. That's cool. It's very cool. Let's check back in with Chunks. Chunks Corolla. What is up, guys? How are you? We're fantastic. How is the peaceful protest going at 1792? More, more and more people are showing up, but we need more people. And I want to tell you, here, here's what I'm thinking. If, you sit, if you're afraid to come out here, you do not need to be afraid. We had a nice gentleman police officer pull over just to tell us that we were doing it right, we're not doing anything wrong, and he, he agrees with us, and he told us that we were doing a great job. Okay, that is fantastic. I, I got a panic uh, IM from Hooch, and she said, the cops are here. <laughs> oh, Stop. stop. I, I, she's, out there, she's out there helping. Oh, I thought no, the and, and that's the thing. He, said, he, he told us, he goes, if anyone screws with you and appease upon your rights, you call us. Oh, that is fantastic. All right, so the cops are... And we asked them. You know, we did it right. We yeah, told we've, them. Yeah, we've uh, gone through the correct channels. This is what we want to do. You know, we, you know we've, we're know, we making it more than clear. No amplification devices. Don't impede the flow of traffic. Don't go on private property, but go out and be heard. More and more people keep walking up now. Hey, F.A., just remind people, do not park at that uh, Exxon Mobil, at the mobile on the, on the go. Yeah. And uh, also, too, you know, we just stand on the sidewalk. We're doing it right. All right. That is fantastic. Right, that excites me. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I just got, like, rejuvenated. That is awesome, Chunks. Thank you, my friend. Hey, no problem, guys. All right. You hear all the people honking? There's a lot of people out there that agree, but we need a lot of people that agree and want to stand up. This is fantastic. You guys are being somebody. You're making a difference. You just don't realize that you hold the power. You know, I wish you realized how much power you really had, because you do. The power is in numbers. The power is when we get together and we say, hey, enough already. We're at least going to be heard. We're not going to take it. Hey, are we Are we going to, just because we're out there, are they going to drop the price of gas back to where, we, where it was when we were growing up, 97 cents? No, no. it's not. But what we are doing, we're trying to start something that will... Stop it from getting out of control. And hopefully maybe we can start some kind of movement or help with the movement. Ugh. I have one brewing. You know, it's funny. Matt did too. Was that today or yesterday? I guess it was yesterday, right? Yeah. How's everything going here right now? Yeah, perfectly fine. By the way, today, mm -hmm. just real fast, kind of a gory update. Fed two, no blood. Ah. I'm not going to get too excited because I had one early, about two, like a... Ten days ago, same kind of thing, you know, where all was clear. Yeah, you had a, you have a hemorrhoid up there. I, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. or cancer, whatever. You just have no blood left. It could be, I've bled out. That could very well be it. I can't tell you. It was like somehow for me, gas prices had dropped. I look at that wet wipe, and there's just brown. You're doing blood for gas. I'm thinking yes. There's a war going on. Right in your back door. <laughs> it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Up next on the hideout. All right, we're going to continue with the peaceful protest, but we're going to switch it up for those of you listening, too. We'll continue to pepper in your calls about gas prices. You need to be heard. 
We're also going to uh, play some of this audio from Dateline NBC about pedophilia. But we'll get to your phone calls, everything, peaceful protest, ExxonMobil. Thank you to the police officers who are outstanding and who have given us their support. Hey, it affects them, too. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, this is the coolest thing. And I want you guys to be nice for a moment. Okay. Got this from Hoochoo's out there protesting, the peaceful protest at mm-hmm. ExxonMobil, 436-1792. She goes, it's awesome. It's growing. There's this whole family that came to protest. Little kids are chanting. A little boy about eight is waving the hideout flag. Wow. Nice. All right, you know, we've talked, we've bitched a little bit about the gas prices. We need to talk a little solutions. Solutions. I honestly believe the best solution is a legitimate mass transit. Yeah, in the end. I mean, uh, the, th- the sad thing about it is it can't be everywhere. It can be in all the major cities. You aren't going to find a mass transit in, uh, you know, in... Uh, the smaller towns, but mass transit and alternative fuels. I mm-hmm. think those are the two big things. It's gonna the, the hand will be forced at some time, so you got you got to start the, uh, the, uh, the the technology now. Um, all right, let's go through these phone calls, everybody, real fast, and then uh, we'll move on to the Dateline stuff, which is just golden. If you haven't heard that from the uh, guys. Attempting to hit on mm. underage girls. I think he, what you want to do is golden, too. <sighs> I'm telling you, these cats are into something weird. So proud, man. Guy's actually standing up and doing stuff. It's just so cool. Dave in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Go ahead, Dave. Yeah, this is a this is a matter of simple economics, guys. Every every year, supply goes down and, and demand goes up. If And we've built a society that has had the luxury of cheap gas, whereas... You know, we, we've got, you know, things that are, say you got to go to the store. It's five miles away. You can't walk there. You know, some people can't take transportation there. So, and, and we live in a society where we've had the luxury of the cheapest gas in the world, you know, historically. So the only alternative is a substitute or an alternative. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to move towards. I'm, I'm agreeing with you that uh, I think we've been spoiled to a, uh, to a point. Um and that there are substitutes. I do wish that people, I mean, you know, the conservation thing hasn't really even been thrown out by our president. No, not at all. You know, and it's just like you need to conserve. You need to, you know, alternative ways. There, When I lived closer, because I just moved, you know, there are occasional days you ride the bike, you walk, you do something a little different. Um, but sure, now, not, every, but, not everybody has that luxury. Though. No, I, mean, some I agree. Some people live 20 miles from work. So I completely you know, agree with that, and that's where the problem, you know, the problem therein that, lies. That's, there. that's the core of it. But right that now, is, you got you got to make it uh, livable for the people, and uh, while we are making a transition, we do need a short term fix. But the long term is not the price of gas. No, no, it's not the at all. Alternative or the substitute is what we need to work. Mm-hmm. On. Appreciate it, Dave. Thank you, buddy. Yes, sir. Ron and Claremont here in the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Again, the peaceful protest going on at the Exxon Mobil 436 and uh, 1792. Chunks, everybody out there, and you can't miss them. It's a peaceful protest. What's up, Ron? Hey, how y'all doing? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, man. Hey, uh, 
not wanting to cause any troubles or nothing, but uh, most of the time with those pizza drivers, right? That dollar fifty or two dollars that you're being charged for that uh, delivery, mm-hmm. half of it goes to the driver. Yeah, the other half the company does keep. The, the odd thing you about know? it is that they never, uh, you know, make you aware of what, uh, how much does or doesn't go to the driver. So right. I, I always stand on the side of all right. I'm going to just guess that the driver's not getting any of this. I'm going to tip. Appropriately. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not wanting to say this, you know, to, to hamper their tips or anything. They do work hard. They do a lot of work inside the store, you know, and 75 cents to a dollar for each run, you Isn't know, doesn't compensate for the gas prices or the uh, the maintenance and wear and tear. No, not at all. You know, these pizza companies do need to raise their, their rates and give them more money. <sighs> Thank you, Ron. Appreciate it, bro. And that's another thing that's going to affect you. I mean, the, these people delivering your pizza and whatever. It's costing them more. It's going to end up costing you more to order uh, dinner. Yeah, man. I'm just very happy that people have gotten up and mobilized. Mm-hmm. It's just a little something. And uh, ADHD Will just left here to go out there. Yeah, he took out the extra monster tickets that we have for the anniversary show tomorrow. He's going to. You came up here to do a game, but he told me downstairs he really wanted to be out there. So I said, just go out there and do it, and we'll have you up another night. Hey, what's going on, guys? He's so, I go out there, guys. He's so weird sober. Mm-hmm. He's not that guy. He's normal. Mm-hmm. He's walked past me before and said, howdy. Well, he's sober. And I was like, I turned to Chunks, and uh, someone else was there with us, and I was like, I don't know if that was Will or not. It looked exactly like him, but it doesn't yeah. seem like the him be- at all. The Beavis hair is there, but... Uh... And none of us thought it was him. They were like, well, that guy looks just exactly... And it was at bowling, too. It was like the first week. And I was like, I don't think that was him, though. And then when he was inside bowling, I was like, okay, I guess it is Will, then. But... Schmierdoff Iceman, you're in the hideout. Go ahead, dude. Yeah, I was just going to say, though, you guys are doing a great job. I'm up north near St. Augustine or Jacksonville. Thanks. Um, but I totally agree. If I could be down there, I would. I know you would. Thank you, buddy. Uh-huh. That's it. Nice. In and out. I like that. A nice pat on the back. We need more of those. Nah, not, not, it's not about us tonight. It's about huh. you guys. A little bit about us. Later on, it'll be about us. Mm-hmm. By the way, the first chat with our uh, local six friends. Yes, they'll be calling in tonight. Um, Bob Fryer from Local Six News is going to join us tonight. Local Six News at 11. Just going to give us a pr- big preview of the stories. I can dig that. Brad's been waiting patiently. Go ahead, Brad in Orlando. Yeah, I just wanted to talk to you guys about the price of gas. It, it, the price of gas right now is about three bucks, but mm-hmm. uh, without the government subsidies of two hundred billion a year, it'd be more like six dollars. So what I was actually thinking is maybe what we should do is instead of paying oil companies to tell them to, to lower the prices, why don't we just take that money, give it back to the people, and pay the oil companies whatever a price of gas costs? It'll probably be less than what we're paying with the subsidies. And I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know more than I do. I'm uh, ignorant to these subsidies and what happens. And what would happen if we took those out, you know? I mean, all you got to do is look at England. It's about 6 to $8 a gallon. But if, if you take $200 billion and you divide it by all the people in the U.S., you'll be paying less than 3 bucks if you give it to back to them. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look I'll into that. You, I'll take your word for it for the time being. Yeah, I'll have to look into that further. I just hate not having choice. That's my big thing. Mm-hmm. Like if if my car ran on two things and one thing got jacked up, I would go to the other other uh, source and uh, be able to run it that way. But that's not possible. Let's just go Flintstone style. I'll have a big piece of wood. Have you ever wondered how this Flintstone got one. by? 
and how, the calluses that would have. Oh yeah. And it's like what the Flintstone feet would have been like. Just big ass hammer toes. Big yellow nails. Just rocks caught under everything. Imagine if you run in your car and then like you step on glass. What do you do? Oh, littering would be down. Do you call AAA? Yeah, you got a flat. Hmm. But that would be a cool thing. Your uh, your wheels are made of rock. So you wouldn't have to worry about running over a nail. Please. Like, when I'm on a skateboard, and it's... Cr- it's yeah, like, you've rode a skateboard before? Yeah, it was <laughs> awful. Yeah, it was. I was so stupid. I had. I could, I didn't really ride it. And I had a little crappy one that I think I got from, I don't know, Albertsons. Mm-hmm. I told my mom I want a skateboard, so I get a little orange one. Yeah. Crappy little wheels. Gleaming the cube, were you? And it was one of those. Yeah, because my cousins could do it, and I'm like, I want to be like them. Mm-hmm. The two Corys were your cousins? <laughs> so I'm 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 riding the skateboard. I'm attempting to, and my wheels were so crappy. Right. A neat like a little rock, like a pebble essentially. Gnarly. Stopped me, because it, it, the for some maybe I was too heavy, but the, it literally stopped the skateboard in place and I went flying. I tried uh, the uh, the uh, rollerblades one time. I can't rollerblade at all. I got on them. Uh, I was I was moving. I was going. I didn't. Think about, oh, I need to learn how to stop first. Whoever does, whoever thinks about learning how to stop. So I curved over to, you know, brace myself on a wall. When I curved over, I realized it's not a wall at all. It's a big glass window, and I went right through it. Cut my arm all to hell. Never tried uh, rollerblading again after that. Is that how you got the hepatitis, or was it? No, it was a midget that licked the wound. It wasn't the wound uh, itself. Now I, it was the spit cleaning. It, it was so funny because I uh, I was outside of another pizza place in town, and they they carried me in there real quick because I was bleeding like crazy, and uh, I had to get carried over to the uh, the uh, fire department, which was right across the street, and they ended up uh, stitching me up and everything. Hey, why is it like whenever you cut your finger or something, the first thing you do is you put it in your mouth? It's a, your way of stopping. Like if a dog gets a wound, he starts licking it right away. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, where did like where does that instinct even come from? Well, think, dogs have antibodies on their their in their mouth. But I'm sure stuff I'm out. sure we did it one time. It's just our uh, nature to try to stop it with that. Yeah, but human beings like I've heard you know the mouth, the most bacteria, like ever. Not mine is in the human mouth. And but you sit there, you have an open wound. First thing you're doing. And I'll tell you what, I do like the taste of a little blood. Oh, no, man. My own? I don't mind it. It's kind of good. A little bitter? Not so, bad. So you're like the opposite. The other three weeks out of the month, you're miserable. <laughs> yeah, really. All right, let's get a hippie. I, I deny my girl Depo. <laughs> <laughs> hippie John a Golden Rock. Baby's got a drink. Daddy's got a drink. What's going on, Hippie John? Hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah. All right. Um, I was just calling. I'm actually delivering pizza right now. Um, I've been doing it for about four months, and, I mean, the money was pretty good to begin with, but gas has gone up so much right now. I mean, my boss can't even, like, give me a raise to compensate for it, you know? How much do you make? Um, Any given night, you know, like tips, maybe 40, 50 bucks working, like, three, mm-hmm. four hours. 
That's actually that's no. not too bad. But when you then consider you factor in whatever all you've done to your car, the gas, yeah, yeah. driving it, all over Orlando, you know, and then exactly you put that gas back in, you know, it's twenty, thirty bucks every time, and then and all I'm of a sudden end up quitting my job now. I'd probably try to get a job like EA or something. Yeah, now you're down to fifteen bucks all of a sudden, Hippy John. JD in Orlando, last call on this, and we're going to move on. But the protest shall continue. And we'll keep on checking in on it. Absolutely. 436 and 1792, the ExxonMobil on the run. Uh, peaceful protest of the gas prices. What's going on, man? JD. Hi, how are you? All right. Um, listen, I'm just a mom sitting out here in Geneva. My son is over at the protest. Yeah, fantastic. And he's wondering where everybody is. You know, that's what we're wondering. I've heard that uh, more and more people are showing up, but at the same time, some people don't care. Uh, the well, office you know, is on. You know, you know my name I is Earl. Up, you know, I grew up in the 70s, and we protest, protested everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I just don't understand these kids. You know, it's like they enjoy getting screwed without being kissed first. <laughs> they want to pay three bucks at the gas station. Then you're my home. kind of mom. Yeah, you're a cool mom. I gotta say. Um, no, I'm with you on that. I and it's something too that's that's happened. It's a complacency of, you know, we're shocked when we see immigrants going out in droves. We're like, wow, it's such a big story, you know, because they've mobilized themselves and they're out and about standing up for something that they believe in. The French, you know, the students there, uh, they saw a law. The youth that they they knew was going to screw them in the long run, and they went out and they protested until the government changed their mind. On the, you know, but right here in America, for some reason, it's not in our nature anymore to protest. No, we're too busy sitting on our apathies, to be quite honest with you. And until it stops, the government's just going to keep on doing it to us. And it's not just the government. I mean, it's, it's part of the problem. Government, companies. But it's anything. Yeah. You know, it's anything. You got to stand up and speak out. I appreciate it, Cole Mom. Thank you, sweetie. Let's Have a good one. Take a break. Come back. Let's play that audio, and we'll check in with Chunks. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next, 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 It's not over, though. The protest is not over. Get out there. 1792, 436, peaceful protest. Keep it going. Exxon, no, $8.4 billion profit, first three months of the year. We'll come back, though. Dateline. Did another one of those capture the sexual predators. We'll play the audio. It's so cringeworthy, you're going to love it. Next, Real Radio 104.1. Hey, these guys, uh, Rob Zombie, coming up. The anniversary, uh, not the anniversary, but the uh, Earth Day birthday Sunday. Real Rock. We're going to be there. Thank you to them for hooking us up. Very much looking forward to that. going to be a good time. The peaceful protest still going on, 436 and 1792, Mobile. Uh... Check in with Bi Curious BJ. BJ! Hey, what's up? What's going down? Are you calling on your crappy speaker cell phone? No, why? Sounds like it. Well, there's a lot of cut, there's a lot of traffic out here, but that's a good thing. Yeah, that is good. So everything's so, going good. We got more people coming down here. There's some news stations coming down. News stations, huh? That's the rumor. Well, I'll let you, we'll keep you posted if that really happens or not. But All right, so so people are going out. I guess now's the time. Hey, you get to be on television there. Yeah. If the uh, news crews bonus. are going to go out there, 
Now is even more important to power and numbers to get out there and uh, peaceful protest. Show that you are careful. Stop just to ask what we were doing and why we were doing it. I mean, that's, I think it's going good. Uh, fantastic by Curious BJ. Hey, we just saw the trailer that's going to show at the anniversary show tomorrow. Epic. Yeah, it's very good. And you like, is it better than the first, you think? Uh, I like the montage in the first. I wish somehow we could put the montage. I, I don't know. This one is perfect, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, Dubs loves it, so I'm going to agree. I just love that montage in the first one so much. All right, peaceful protest going on. 436-1792, Exxon Mobile on the run. Yeah, come on, your horn. Listen, Listen people. All right, BJ, we'll talk to you. All right, 5,000. 5,000. They're on delay. They'll be honking their horns in like 10 seconds. Idiot. Christ. Hey, all right, we don't have a lot of time in this segment, but let's play the first of the Dateline um, Sting. I, I guess it's Dateline MSNB, uh, Dateline NBC. Yes. T- uh, they uh, they do a thing where they bust uh, kid touchers. They kind of uh, lure them in on the internet and they come over and uh, just kind of trap them in over there. Um, to catch a predator, four. And the first one they get is Alonzo Wade. I guess this is in Greenville, Ohio. You know why? Why would you give your uh, kid a kid toucher name? Alonzo Wade? That seems too easy. Really? Yeah. Mm. That He's going to be either that or a good basketball player. Right. How are you tonight? Fine. Now, what were you doing with your pants there when you were heading towards the door? My zipper came down. Excuse me. I'll just go outside and make sure everything's okay. Well, you brought quite the selection tonight. Yes, sir. What do we have here? Well, that's mine. Were you going to give any to the 15-year-old? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't do that. And you I got a 15-year-old daughter myself. Well, come I on. Asked Alonzo, what... you brought the 12-pack and two six-packs. <laughs> I said, what, what? what did she like to drink? That day I say I was never what I was going to bring it. <laughs> you got it in black and white that I said I'd bring it. But And you brought it. Yes, I did. You say that... But she also asked for it. It so, appears to be clear from this transcript that yeah. you are open to the idea of having sex with this girl. No. It, well, appeared yes. Would I? No. Or maybe. All right. <laughs> what is it, Alonzo? Right. Well, hell, maybe. Yeah. Listen to him talk himself into having under, uh, sex with the underage girl. Just rewind that for a second. You are open to the idea of having sex with this girl. No. It, well, appeared yes. Would I? No. Or maybe. All right. Maybe. What is it, Alonzo? <laughs> yes, no, maybe so. Maybe. Maybe. So maybe. maybe you would have had sex with this girl. Maybe. What should happen to you, Alonzo? I should go to jail. Oh, wow. At least he admits it. Now, if I if I understand this, because I didn't see the show. Somebody sent me the clips. Good heretic sent me the clips and said, hey, you got to check this out. But from what I understand, they set up these sting houses. And the whole there's never an underage girl. No. They're always on the other end of the uh, the line uh, chatting. But they always, but they always end up, um, like they take it to the next level where they have a girl who sounds underage there mm-hmm. to lure them in the house. I guess. Yeah. This kind of seems like entrapment too, a little bit. It does, but uh. <laughs> I guess I mean if we're trying to bust. Kid touchers, you can do that, right? I think so. I think that's the whole thing. All right. Fair. And, uh, like, they never kind of, the, the guy always controls the conversation. All right, just take a quick break, come back with more of this in the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Up next, it's the Hideout.
I, that was kind of the beginning one. Mm-hmm. I, somebody who's seen the show, I need them to call in and kind of explain how what exactly happens in it. Because the audio's good. But I'd like them to give a little update. Also, too, peaceful protest, 436-1792. Exxon Mobil, fed up with the gas prices. Get out there, Beeson Party. Apparently, news crews on the way out there. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Pedophilers out there, but that's not my intention tonight. I just wanted to have a party and have a good time. That's another clip from last night on Dateline NBC. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, I just got a call from my chick. Mm-hmm. She's out there with the peaceful protest, 1792 436 Exxon Mobil. She said it's insane. It's a blast. Their entire family's out there. Nice. You know, it's a good, you know. About 25 people who have ended up making it out on a Thursday night. Not bad. It's not bad at all. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I was hoping for hundreds. Well, I was. But you always think big. Yeah, you always want the biggest as possible, but 25 on a small little corner? All right, real fast, let's check in with Chunks. Chunks! What's up, dude? How you doing? All right, fantastic. You guys are doing the peaceful protest. How's it going, my friend? It's going real well, dude. Uh, more and more people keep trickling in. Uh, we're, we're down here, man. People really support a cause that we, anyone we can get, we need. It's getting big. Let's not, you know, let's not let it slip out now, man. People are taking notice. People are stopping by. They're asking us what we're doing. And every one of them has agreed with what we're doing out here. We got the cops on our side. We got pedestrians on our side. Everyone's on our side. Peaceful protest at 436 and 1792. We've chosen ExxonMobil because of the insane quarterly profits that they're making, uh, the lack of responsibility to the community, uh, especially when they're providing something that's a necessity a necessity and not a luxury. You guys hear that? Absolutely, yeah. man. Tell them to swing by if you're hearing this. Swing by, 436-1792. Join in in the peaceful protest with Chunks and everybody else from the hideout. Oh, and as a side note, ADHD Will came up and uh, gave me a gift. I should say uh, the listeners a gift. All right, you have those anniversary show tickets, right? Yes, sir, I do. I have them right now. Give them out to the people who have been protesting. If they want the Monster Anniversary Show tickets, hand them over to them. Hand them All over right. to them. That is a Absolutely. little thank you for being somebody. Absolutely, guys. All right, we'll check in with you in a bit. All right, dude. See you later. Hey, let's let's interrupt this real fast. Our buddy Jay Christ in Orlando. You just saw Flight 93? I sure did. All right, what'd you think of it? Well, I was I had the mentality of, of just like Mr. Phillips, and I didn't want someone to profit off the, the mm-hmm. tragedy of 9/11. Right. So, but fortunately, I had to see it free thanks to uh, Universal Studios giving out free tickets. Cool. And uh, it will unleash all the feelings you had in late 2001 after 9/11. You will relive those feelings watching that movie. Hmm. It will drive you will get you will leave that movie to the feeling angry. It's not political at all. It doesn't mean left or right, which I was really surprised and happy about. It was very. Really, it was almost as if it was filming it as everything was going on. Now, um, I I had a uh, I read a news story today that uh, they uh, they kind of put it out there that we were all passengers of Flight 93, kind of a whole the village thing. Which I found kind of cheesy. Um, Jay Cross, you still there? Yes. Uh, what was the reaction from the people who saw it, like in, in the uh, in the movie uh, screening with you? Uh, much the same as I just described. They're all like it's intense, and it just, it, you leave there feeling intense because it's, it's almost as if you you on that flight and you want to do something, but you got y'all sitting through. You can't do anything, and like what you would have been doing differently if you were on that flight, and you you, you walk away feeling very angry as if 
like we should have known better. We should have been better prepared. And it just all those things we had post 9/11, you will relive them. Film hmm. a movie. All right, hey Jay Christ, thank you for calling with the update, man. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, bro. Uh, we'll talk to you. Guys. See you. Hmm. Well, we we're have, having uh, such a we're having such a fun positive night. I don't want to drag it down well, anymore. Yeah, let's let's keep on going with the uh, the audio from Touching Nine and Threes. I got you. Mm-hmm. It's funny. You like that? Just oh. trying to lighten it up. No, you know it's. Uh, I just don't like the idea of that movie at all. My zipper came down. Excuse me. I don't like the idea of that movie one bit. My zipper came down. Excuse me. Play the one before that, because the music was playing over it. There's pedophilers out there, but that's not my intention tonight. I just want <laughs> to party and have a good time. All right, you know what? I could do a whole rant on the Flight 93 thing. I'm going to save it. I want people to get down the peaceful protest, 436-1792, the Exxon Mobil station. All right, let's get another. Let's go give our listeners another one of these dubs. All play, right. the, play the next one. Computer sex pervert track uh, six. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Down Hour. Hold on. Let's see. Let me see what his story is real fast. Nathan Down Hour. Uh... I got it right here. He. Um... <laughs> Let's see here. He's a student at an evangelical college, and he's busted by and questioned by Chris Hansen from Dateline NBC. Can you do me a favor and just go ahead and seat right in the inside of our please? He drove more than an hour to keep his date for sex with a girl he thought was 13 and home alone. But he says by the time he got to the door, he changed his mind. I don't know if I'd really be able to go through with it. But you walked in the door. And as I read some of what he said online, he doesn't sound like a man who plans to back out. You get into very graphic detail mm-hmm. about what you want to do to him. Fantasies dreamed up online or in your mind things you might not be able to willingly do when it comes down to it. I will gently cup and massage your soft <laughs> kiss them and run my tongue along them. Mm-hmm. And it goes on mm-hmm. from there in graphic detail. Are people that stupid? He was just quoting scripture. Josh the Bi- mm-hmm. uh, Baptist said that. <laughs> yeah. I will. John the Baptist, by the way, yeah, not John, Josh. Whatever. Substance. Josh and Sam, you're thinking of. No, what is that? I've still never heard of that movie. That's made up. It's real, I swear. And it goes on uh-huh. from there in graphic detail. What are we to make of this? I'm not sure. I don't know what the law says about this. Well, it's illegal. But nothing has happened yet. Well, I know. But it's illegal for someone to use the Internet to solicit somebody who's 13 for sex. Hmm. That I wasn't aware of. Uh, how are you unaware of that? You think it's all good and fine. I'm just chatting. Just because I'm typing doesn't mean I'm diddling. I, I believe, yeah, it's a crime to set it up if you think. Mm-hmm. With the intent. It's a means to the end, my friend. A means, a means to, to the end. end. All right, enough of the Nick Cage. <laughs> right, let's take a break, come back. We got more of this. All right, which, hold on, let me tease which ones we have coming up for you, because they're good. I think we have more with this guy. Mm, no, no, we have more with Tim Isaac. Yeah, Tim Isaac, we have two of them with. Um, Tim Isaac on this Dateline NBC to catch a Predator 4. What do they look like? Are you seeing pictures of them? Are they creepy guys? No, I don't have pictures. Nah. 
I'm thinking Dog the Bounty Hunter. Okay, likes. the next one we're going to come back with, they have the voice of the decoy. Oh, good. And then uh, the guy's reasoning is pretty good. Then there's a teacher that they bust. Oh, no. And the guy's real unapologetic at first. It's real, <laughs> real creepy. Uh, it's the Hideout Rule Radio 104.1. Up next on the Hideout. We'll also to continue the peaceful protest of 436 and 1792. I'm proud of you guys getting out there and beating somebody, standing up to ExxonMobil in only a little way, but it's our way. And we're doing it tonight on a Thursday night. Thank you very much. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hey, thank you to Craig. He sent me a little document that he's made and he's sending out to everyone he knows. Um... It's time to stand up and fight if you want to do something about high gas prices. Stand with us. If they're not your concern, then delete it and be on your way. But Exxon's 2006 first quarter earnings, 8.2 or 8.4 billion. Exxon CEO Lee Raymond, 400 million dollar retirement package. Oil industry's profit margin last year is 8.5 percent higher than the average for all other industries. So uh, stop. Buying Exxon gas, um, essentially, is what it means. You have a choice: either be complacent or join the hideout and be somebody. That's fantastic. And uh, people are being somebody out there right now. Seventeen ninety two four thirty six with our hideout Exxon Mobil gas price uh, peaceful protest. I'm very proud of you guys. It just means a lot that mm-hmm. you, and not even just for us, but just for you in general. You getting up? And, um, you know, I, you're just getting up and you're doing something. If, you, if for nothing else, just make it, do it for yourself. Do it selfishly to make yourself feel like you're being worthwhile. Uh, Dubs, let's get back to the Dateline NBC thing. Here is um, Tim Isaac. Mm-hmm. He is busted, and their whole issue is to catch a predator for, I guess this was last night, had a hair tick send it to me. They uh, pulled some of the audio from it. Here's Tim Isaac, busted. Where are you at? I have to go change out of my clothes, okay? Okay. Just sit at the bar for a second, okay? I'll be right back down. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, pause it. So you hear the excitement? The excitement in that guy's that, like, the excitement that all of us get when we know we're about to get laid by a... carrying a rod around with my guarantee it. But here, uh, you hear that excitement in his voice. I guess this is the decoy. Hold on, hold on. Start it over. And Where are you at? I have to go change out of my clothes, okay? Okay. Just sit at the bar for a second, okay? Hold on, let me start over again. She sounds half retarded, too. I, they did a really good job of finding some. Where okay. are you at? I have to go change out of my clothes, okay? Okay. okay. Just sit at the bar for a second, okay? I'll be right back down. <laughs> It's a little late to be prowling around these parts, huh? Oh! have a seat right over here for me. Busted! His name is Tim Isaac, screen name Park and Ride 469, 42-year-old training manager for a global transportation company. He's been chatting online this evening about having oral with a girl who said she was 15, Sadie the Smarty. Hold on. It's the voiceover guy. Why do you have to beep the voiceover guy? Uh, yeah, because he said something. I know, but why? Oh, you beeped it. I beeped it. Oh, I thought that they beeped it on the show. Like, no, okay. I beeped it. All right. 
Yeah. He wants to know if the sex talk has made her aroused. Say to the smarty types, well, not yet. Talk doesn't do anything for me. Park and ride types back. Well, my tongue will. Oh! oh. But, dude, there's no getting out of that. <laughs> what was his screen name again? Park and ride uh, some numbers. 469, I think. He's not online. I bet one of his trade notes. Sadie Smart is, or whatever it is, dubs his cat, who I'm sure has been molested too. No. In the car and drive two hours. Not really. Oh, kind of. Somebody wants to yeah. meet me, and I want to meet them, I guess. At two o'clock in the morning. Well, I didn't really want to. I mean, I wasn't looking for nothing. What? You walk into a house. He said, my tongue well. Yes, you were looking for something. Don't be an idiot. You were looking for something to go on the end of your tongue. Me, 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 and I want to meet them, I guess. At 2 o'clock in the morning. Well, I didn't really want to. I mean, I wasn't looking for nothing. You walk into a house. Well, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I was kind of scared about it, to be honest with you. I mean. Well, you walked in. I mean, I'm not lo- I mean, I'm not looking for, I mean, to, like, do anything or anything. I got boys that are 20 and 21, sir. Sons. Yes, sir. What if one of your kids was home alone and some guy walked in the back door just yeah. all happy as heck to be here? But to be honest have, with have you, seat. to be honest with you, I wouldn't like it. Sorry, I'm just nervous. Sorry, I'm just nervous. All right, it continues with Tim. Jesus. Again, this is from Dateline NBC. Uh, it was last night. Gaga James Gaga. To what catch made a predator. you think it was okay at 42 years old to walk into a home at uh, roughly 2.30 in the morning where a 15-year-old girl was apparently home alone? Well, I wouldn't for sure she was 15-year-old, to be honest. Well, that's what she said on the Internet. Perhaps wow. I can refresh his memory by reading some of his chat log. You're only 15, a little young for this, aren't you? Yep, I'm 15, and no, I'm not. Okay. Are you still a virgin? <laughs> Stupid question for an older man. Listen to him giggle. But baby 15 can get me 20. Yeah, it probably can. It probably will. Oh. You ever do any time before? Um, uh, very little time for some DUI. DUI. Yeah. Not, nothing like this, sir. God, man. <laughs> you ever do this sort of thing before? No. This is the first time i ever done something like right. that. Right. First time. You notice this for a second, he sounds like drunky for two seconds. I don't know. What he's talking about, DUI. I DUI, now I'm going to touch a kid. I'm not saying that drunky does that, but anyway, stretch. Sounded like he did. So, and here's the thing that's got to go through your thought process. Like, wow. Yeah, now I'm, uh, look at me. I'm so like my life is screwed. I love how smug the uh, the guy is. The uh, the uh, announcer. Yeah, he's just completely. Oh well, it looks like that right here. Why are you walking through the back door, buddy? All right, King K. Roll brings up a good point. What do you do with the 15 year olds who come over the house to have sex with other 15 year olds? I think they can bust it. All right, so you know that whole thing that goes through your mind of, oh man, I'm busted. My life is over. Like, what was I doing? How stupid am I? Why can't I control myself? And what I do, I think about back to when I'm 15 and how it was so hard to get laid at 15. None of the girls wanted to have sex at 15. Why would you think that it's changed so much? 
since then, you know it's a setup. You have to know. Here is here is a guy who gets busted, and that all comes to, like, he realizes. It all comes together right here. Like, oh, my God, my life is over. To the point where he's apologizing. Like, saying sorry so many times he hopes he can get out of it. Track nine. Why don't you hang out, uh, have a seat right on the other side of the bar for me, will you? Keep your hands out of your mind. No, 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 sir. Right here, please. What's going on? Uh, uh, Tell me what was happening. I don't know. You don't know? I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're sorry for what? Now, in your chat here, you essentially say you're a firefighter. Yeah. Don't you think that might impress a 13-year-old girl? I'm sorry. I. What was your plan here today? To show my know. hose? You don't know. I seriously don't know. Well, it looks like you knew based upon this chat. Want me to rub your feet? No, yeah. no. Okay, all right. What would have happened if I had not been here? I would have done something stupid. With a 13-year-old girl. I don't know, probably. If a 13-year-old girl had been here. Yeah. Oh. His nose. He, he, just the sinking feeling he has right now. And uh, he just wants to squirt out a few tears. You know he does. He wants to cry like he a 13-year-old girl. He wants to squirt girl. out something else. Well, he, he, he came there to do that, but now he wants to squirt out some tears. Some liquid has to go. It just happened. Yeah, I mean, there's a backup now. He didn't think it was going to be tears. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Coming up next. Up next, up next on the Hideout. All right, this ain't Sweetie says, we need to do some stings. Hey, we got one trapped in a booth already. Huh? Yeah, Matt. I'm going to take a break and come back. We'll play the teacher one, which I think is the most disturbing, how he's unapologetic and then gives an excuse. And we'll check back in with Chunks at the peaceful protest, 436-1792X on mobile. Next Thursday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. We'll play that teacher from Dateline last night, but first let's check back in with Chunks. Chunks at the peaceful protest, 436-1792X on mobile. Chunks. I gotta congratulate you guys. Yeah, you guys I, done a great job. I think it was just fantastic. Uh, you know, we kind of organized it, but people, families came out and uh, did the protesting. Are, are things wrapping up now? How's it going, Chunks? It's still right, and no, nobody, everyone who's come here has not left yet. All right, that come is down here and support it. That, people have called up, C-Lane called up. Everyone said, hey, you know, if I wasn't working or anything, I would be out. And you know, that means a lot too. But if you have the ability. Stand in for those people and come in. Cops came by again to just see how we were doing, make sure everything was going all right, you know? Make sure we were doing all right. Uh, Everything's great here. Everyone's getting along, and people are honking. People are paying attention. That is fantastic. 436-1792, the peaceful protest. How's BJ doing? BJ's doing all right. He keeps walking around, kind of looks through not a little bit. You know, like, you know, he's right here, and... Some sit down for a second, man. He tried mumbling something. You know, I don't know, trying to get something started, but everyone just kind of ignored him and did their own thing. Uh, we saw the trailer for the uh, second trailer for Behind the By Curious. It's fantastic. Is it? I haven't got a chance to see it yet. It's, it's awesome. It is so good. I can't wait for it to play at the uh, Monster Anniversary Show tomorrow at the Hard Rock Live. Be, yeah, uh, doors will be open a few minutes after that. Uh, I understand Jimmy D told me that's when it's slated to play, so around probably 8.15, 8.30 or so it should uh get started playing that so everyone will be able to see it chunks you're out there at the peaceful protest what is the 
Is there like a high energy excitement? It sounds like, you know, everybody, like, like they're just, what's the feeling people are taking away from it? Here's what I gotta say. Like, the people I have not seen and would not have ever thought would have listened have come up and they say, you're doing something. And it's like, we've given them something for them to grab onto. Everyone is getting along. Everyone is being fine. Nobody is breaking any rules. Everyone is just here to support the cause. People are coming by and they're telling us the, the stats I get. It's like we belong here. It's like we were supposed to be here. That is I awesome. Mean, it's just like everyone has found their way to vent their frustration. And we need more people out here. We keep this up. We keep going. We won't be able to be ignored. You know? Exactly. So, 436, perfect. 1792, the peaceful protest. Again, the gas prices. Uh, ExxonMobil specifically, we targeted because of the $8.4 billion profit, because of the insane profits. Um, there's no responsibility um, by ExxonMobil. No. The $400 million payout to the CEO. They don't care, so let's try to make them care. Uh, enough is enough. Has there been any comment from the people who are working at that mobile on the run? We have uh, not as of yet. We have uh, not as of yet had anyone come out. I, I've heard reports of them trying to call, but it seems every time they'll, they'll call, the cops just seem to come and say, hey, you guys are doing a good job. You know, I just got to come by here. Just make... keep, keep doing it the way you're doing it. You know, you're not doing anything wrong. You know, like, we just come by to make sure everything's all right. So, I mean, it's just, it seems like you could tell they're upset. Right. You know? So, I mean, it is doing something on that end because if you look in, you can see them calling and sometimes they'll come out shaking their heads. But, and the other thing know? about it, too, is, you know, we're saying well, there's a boycott of Exxon. We're not going to buy gas from Exxon. At that specific corner, there's a 7-Eleven across the street. There's a Sitco down there. Mm -hmm. There's a Hess. Uh, there are a whole bunch of options, a Chevron. Uh, we've decided ExxonMobil, because of the profits that they're making, we are not going to support you anymore. And we took it one step further tonight with this peaceful protest. And it's very cool that entire families have come out there to try to uh, mobilize. I'm just very proud of you guys. Yeah, we got we brought the hideout flag out, and I'd say this is probably a little eight, eight nine-year-old little boy, and he's just having a blast running up and down. You know what I mean? He's just waving that flag, man. He's just trying to get attention, you know? It's, it's, Very it's cool. really good. It's good vibe. All right, Chunks, we'll check back in with you in a bit, my friend. All right, later. All right, you guys get out there. And remember, you have to stay at least 15, 20 away from that kid. Yeah, Chunks. You've had that problem before. Chunks has been using the IM Park and Ride 469. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap up this Dateline to catch a Predator 4. Dateline NBC. So this guy's a teacher. And I think they set him up, too, with a fake little voice. This one, to me, is the most cringe. Where are you? Oh, I'm just going to go finish getting ready. I'll be right there. Come here. No, I promise I'll be right back. No, come here. I'll be right there. Just wait. <laughs> be Actually, I want you to come here. <laughs> I love this guy. He is the king. He's my favorite guy maybe ever. I think it's Chris Henson's his name. Whatever it is. Just start it over, because that's almost one of those things, too. Not that scenario specifically, but like a Harold and Kumar mm -hmm. or Devil's Rejects, House of a Thousand Corpses. You think you're going to get laid, and the girl's like, hold on a second, be patient. Then all of a sudden, a guy pops out. When you saying, come here. When they're saying be patient, you know there's nothing good. Mm -hmm. Nothing good around the corner. No, that's true. 
you, right. in your mind, you because know. Because they don't want it as much as you, and there's a reason. You're thinking a nighty or something like that's going to go on. No, it's a dude, it's a camera crew, it's a shotgun about to re- ready to go medieval on your ass. Sometimes you're almost lucky if it's just a camera crew. Yeah. It could just be a bunch of guys ready to rape you. Well, whatever you're into. Whatever. Well, hey, Maybe that's what you signed in for. All right. Where are you? Oh, I'm just going to go finish getting ready. I'll be right there. Come here. No, I promise I'll be right back. No, come here. I'll be right there. Okay. Just wait. Got to be a little patient. Actually, I want you to come here. That's what I thought. Who did you think you were going to meet here? This is kid I've been talking to. This kid? I know she's a kid. How old? 13, 14. 13. Oh. And how old are you? Too old for a 13, 14-year-old. Too old. What do you do for a living, Jim? Rather not say. Who do you work for? I'll get to that in a minute. No, I'd, I'd really like to know. I'm sure I'm on TV or something right now. Why don't you just tell me what you do for a living? I'm a teacher. And what grade do you teach? Sixth grade. Sixth grade. So you teach kids about the same age as the girl you were coming to see. He has kind of the James O'Reilly James Rutherford mm-hmm. is a sixth grade teacher at a Catholic school in Cincinnati, where he also coaches track. He drove two hours to get here. I would never do anything. I don't know why I'm here. You were on your webcam, showing off in front of this 13 year And the conversation you had with this girl... was bad. I know. I know. I don't know why. I need help. I am going through a divorce. My wife Thursday told me she was leaving me. So the excuse is the divorce. And she was going to leave me. Jesus. Let's see. Half the population gets divorced now. Yeah. They're all all trying to bank 13-year-olds. You you don't get a freebie because you're getting divorced. All right, Dubs, what about the argument that previous, uh, and you look throughout history and Mm -hmm. other societies, once you begin puberty, essentially that's what you're there for, you know, the way that's the way the life cycle works. But here in America, we've set up this arbitrary 17, 18, maybe not even starting in America. But, you know, in the last, like, 100 years or so, it's more of a thing, 12, 13-year-olds off limits. Yeah. The protection of innocence and youth. Now, that tends to be a pedophile argument, but when you look back at history... And when you look back at history, uh, for the most part, the, uh, the the people went for people their own age. The the thirteens and fourteen year olds uh, being accepted with the older people was a thing going on, yes. But uh, for the most part, uh, the the big change has happened was uh, that people aren't getting married until twenties instead of people getting married at twelve or thirteen, which used to happen more often. But that's here. No, that's everywhere. But even other places, other countries, it's not that way. And that's why you see that's why you see different like age of consent. Ages. Whenever you go into that ageofconsent.com, you know, it's lower in a lot of uh, different places. And it's, you know, here in America it tends to be the highest. But in other countries it's different. I think, you know, a guy called at the very beginning of the show and he said, hey, let's look back at history in the grand scheme of things and humanity. When you look, take humanity as a whole, you know, the history of humanity. And factor it in, and this is something that we've kind of done in the last 90 years where, you know, underage off-limits, or the, the whole underage concept. 
I think I think this whole law is kind of a uh, a bug zapper for the weirdos because you never see a a normal guy, a normal guy who uh, you know you would talk to and uh, enjoy the company of banging thirteen year olds. You you would look at that guy and say. He's creepy. I don't know why, but he's creepy. And this is just the thing that goes off and uh, gets him busted. Because this is the... But he's creepy to us because that's the society no, that no, we've been no, brought no, no, up in. No, 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 I'm not talking about him being a uh, kid toucher and that being creepy. If you just met him on the side of the street and you did not know what he, uh, what sexual preferences he had, you can usually look at these people and say, there's a little, something a little off about this guy. But you don't feel that he's creepy because he's, like, giving off a vibe because he feels like he's doing something wrong? No, because no. Because of society's I think, norms? I, I think he's giving off that vibe because he doesn't think he's doing anything wrong. He wouldn't be doing it if he thought he was doing something wrong. I don't know about that. I think he he feels like he's doing something wrong. That's why he's trying to hide it. Otherwise, he'd be taking his little girlfriend out. You know what I mean? Otherwise, he'd be holding her hand on a... But he, he knows that he, he doesn't think personally he's doing anything wrong he doesn't have that fear in his heart that he's uh, actually doing anything wrong he uh but he knows that he can't express it out in public it's a hideout real radio 104.1 that party a good time gonna be it's gonna be with an underage person but he's not a pedophile i like that word back in the hideout with el jefe and the pedophile lurk and dubs uh, peaceful protest still happening. Rolling strong, 436 and 1792. The ExxonMobil's on the run. Right now, they were talking about this Dateline MSNBC thing. Yeah. Let's go to Carol and Apopka. What's up, Carol? Hey. There's, you know, a couple things about this that I think that has brought it to light is I don't think that the Internet is responsible, but it certainly has brought it out from underneath the underground. You no longer have to know somebody to know somebody to get your hands on the Mm -hmm. material to incite this. But also, because of the Internet, it's so much easier to reach out and touch somebody, so to speak. Right. And we live longer. That kind of deals with the age of consent issue. But, you know, the Internet, now it's as easy to find somebody your age as it is to pick up directions to drive to the 7-Eleven. I am fascinated. The Internet is something like the Google Map thing. You can look at it in, like, the cartoonish way, Mm -hmm. but then you can click over to the satellite and, like, actually see what the building looks like. You're right. The Internet is, while it's a fascinating tool has, like you said, brought some of the underbelly to uh, to light. That's what that guy was hoping the girl was going to say. The underbelly? No, fascinating tool. Mm. Lori and Maitland, you're in the hideout. Ladies first. What's up, Lori? I'm the underbelly. I'm nothing much. Hi, guys. Hey, Lori. I'm going to say basically what that lady said, which is, you know, people died earlier. Usually the age was about 30 in Eastern Europe and, and in um, England. So what about in the Bible? What about in the Bible when they yeah, lived they at 500? 792. Well, I mean, there's no proof that that actually occurred, but I'm <laughs> no, sure that was... No, yes, there is. It's written. Yeah, it was written down, don't you know that, and that Eve came from a rib. Ooh, the ribs. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that's why I like ribs. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. No, I, I You're a lesbian? I understand that, Lori. Now, let me ask you this, though. All right, let's say now all of a sudden we're not living as long, okay? Mm-hmm. So we're back down to living 30, 40 years, whatever it is. Is it then okay to get with 11- and 12-year-olds? It, it, it would have to 
be because the propagation of our species would be necessary, so that would be necessary. All right, what was the average age span, let's say, or um, lifespan in, like, the early 20s? Do you know? Was it, like, 60? It was about. It was approximately 60 years old, but that's why when you were talking about the international ramifications of this, there are still areas in which people don't live as long, mm-hmm. and therefore they do have a um, lower consent age right, because I, they can't afford not to. Right, let me think about this. So let's say it was like, what was the age of consent back then? Uh, like 12, 13 then, 12 years ago? Now, yeah. let's say you lived around 60 back then. Now it averages about 78. So you add, what, about 15 years of that? So we can't consent here until about 25, 26, now, nowadays. Well, no, I, I would say that we can't. We protect children in this country from for, with child labor laws for the same reason. Right. We, we force them to go to school at least until 16, and then they can get a GED. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that we do because we do have a longer longevity, and we can take in consideration that people should have a childhood. No, I got you. No, I, and, I, and you did bring up the good point about in this country, which is mm-hmm. just the thing I was throwing out, you know. It seems to be a thing in this country. Not saying that it's right or wrong. Hey, it, you know, it sounds fine. You know, I'm, I'm definitely cool with the, the rules that we have set up. Mm-hmm. I just wanted people to take it a different perspective, like, you know, in the... Like you said, Eastern Europe or in the uh, hu- the history of humanity as a whole, taking well, you know, taking a look in at in the it. Middle East. That's why Jewish people, get, uh, Jewish boys, got bar mitzvah more than a man at right. thirteen, and a quince party in my um, culture, you know, as a Latina, a quince party the was that was when you're being introduced to get married. No, no, I, I hear you. I pre- hey, Lori, very good stuff. I appreciate it, sweetie. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Brian, you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. <laughs> Matt, you can't screen this. You can't recognize this voice. I know we've had a lot of calls tonight. Who this one it? sticks out. Who Brian Peppers. Brian J. Peppers. Sounds normal to me. This is wrong what Pete Knight is doing. Hey, by the way, where are you, F.A.? Huh? Think the apartment's empty. <laughs> yes, the apartment's empty. You're not, I've moved, and I'm not telling you where I'm moving. I'll see you at home tonight. Hey, even I had me at Park and Ride for six All right, thank you, Brian J. <laughs> Pepper. <laughs> Creep. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. And it's not just us anymore here in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Very excited to bring Local 6 into the mix, joining up with Real Radio. And uh, Local 6 News at 11, joining us tonight, uh, Bob Fryer. From Local 6 News to uh, give us a little tease of what's coming up at 11 on the newscast. What's going on, guys? Hey, hey Bob. How are How's you? How's things tonight? Uh, very, very fun tonight. We had a, we did a little something good for the community. We're happy about it. But uh, what's, what's going to be up on uh, Local News, uh, Local 6 News at 11? What's guys, going on Guys, I'll tell you, we have had a very, very busy day today. Some incredible video that our crew has captured. Once again, this is going to be video that you are probably going to be seeing nationwide. We're the only people that have this video. You might remember about a year ago we had that plane crash out of Dubs Red Golf Course. Mm-hmm. The plane went in. This is along the same line. Now, we were following this story. This is one of those stories that kind of became more than we thought it was when it started. We had our helicopter, Sky 6, over this follow. It was a, it was a sheriff's deputy follow, okay? And we didn't want to go on the air with it because we also simulcast on the radio. And we didn't in case this guy, this car suspect was listening, we didn't want to clue him into what deputies were doing. Well, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm standing in where our, our, our video is, is coming in, 
and I watch and I see that the Japanese cars have now boxed this guy in. Two cars behind, or one car behind, one car in front, and another car pulls up on the side. Where I say, okay, this thing is over. It's going to end peacefully. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this guy starts revving his engine, and he is pushing the SUV out of the way. So wait a minute, this is this is this guy is pretty desperate. He's pushing this car out of the way. He pretty much left deputies with no choice. They moved in immediately with guns drawn, smashing the window all the the whole while. Sky six wow. over the scene, capturing this on video. And unfortunately, they had to do it because this guy oh. was starting to get away, and they opened fire on this guy. And our, you're going to see that video tonight on Local 6 News at 11. It's the only place you're going to see that video. Local <laughs> 6 always has the best footage. I, I, I remember uh, before we even moved to Orlando, I would always check Local 6, and uh, they would always have some of the, the most gripping audio and uh, video out there. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's a real testament to the uh, the crews out there. That Dubs Dread video with the plane crash, that was Chris Miller, and that was one of his first assignments. He was up in Sky 6, and he just happened to be using the equipment one of the first times he did it, and he captured that as professionally as uh, as I think you'll yeah. ever see anybody, any I, seasoned re- reporter. I know you guys are getting ready for the uh, 11 o'clock uh, you know, broadcast, the Local 6 News at 11. What The other story, tell me about the local teacher that got suspended. Again. Isn't it crazy? Bob Fryer here in the hideout. You know, it seems like a, an innocent thing to do. He had his students bring in uh, these cups that if you collect enough of them, uh, I think it's AirTran would give right. you a round-trip ticket. Mm-hmm. He was giving the students extra credit if they would bring him in these cups. And he had all kinds of, of uh, he, I think he got a round-trip ticket out of the deal, and then they found out about it, and then he goes, oh, yeah, I guess that is kind of like bribing my students Oops. for grades. That's not good. So, uh, yeah, he's been suspended, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll tell you what school he worked at and where what the whole deal was and uh, what promotion it was for. Okay, that's awesome. That is coming up in just about 25 minutes. Local that six. one, yeah, and we've also got video of a woman uh, running her husband down with an SUV. We got tape <laughs> of that as well. All right, I Crazy love it. Crazy day in the news. I love it. Uh, Bob Fryer, uh, Local Six News at 11. They've uh, joined us here at Real Radio 104.1 of the Hideout. We're gonna do this uh, as often as we can. I appreciate it. We'll be watching at 11. Local Six. Thank look, you, Bob. Looking forward to the on. Ongoing relationship, boys. Have so a good are time we. All right, thank you, man. All right, bye bye. Like it? That just brings like this air of legitimacy to us mm-hmm. we never had before. I love media friends. Yeah, that guy's gonna be good. All right, that one's crazy. I, I don't want to give away too much because I want you guys to tune into uh, local six news at eleven. Yeah, I mean, I I, I remember back in uh, D.C. and everything. I'd be checking out local six and like looking at the the uh, footage and everything they had. And I was wondering what the hell is going on out there in Orlando. <laughs> and it, it, we can't wait to get down there. Mm-hmm. Well, this is way before we even thought about coming down here. Yeah, because of Fark. By the way, I think Drew Curtis from Fark is going to be coming in pretty soon. It's funny because we had someone here do the same thing for those AirTran tickets. Yeah, uh, well, not for credit. Right. Not for credit at all. But uh, tune in. Local 6, News at 11. This is a soul brother? Yeah, tune in. Jackie's going to be on there looking fine as hell. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, I saw that. I actually left that uh, Jackie London magnet uh, at your seat for you. I didn't know if you wanted to take that home or what you wanted to do. But... Uh, I want it. All right, I we left it yesterday for you. We left it here. Hey, how's that going between you two? Is anything going on? Well, um, well damn, F.A. Uh, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. By the way, so, brother Kevin, tomorrow at the Monster Anniversary Show... SBK! Boom, bye.
Yeah, baby. And you guys got a live broadcast coming up as well for SBK Live, don't you? Oh, man. We, we don't have it nailed down yet, uh, the date and time or whatever. But, uh, okay, first of all, on the Jacket London thing, Jacket London is a very sexual woman. I mean, whoa, sexy woman. <laughs> all right, I didn't know that already. Wow. Uh, Here's the problem, F.A. You know, me and you always talk, man, the man eyeball to eyeball. Mm-hmm. Like the eye on the high, that little the eyeball to eyeball. Mm-hmm. Third eye. She, um... Brown She got a man. Oh. What's her man have to do with you? I don't know. But, uh, I mean, I don't know about disposing of bodies. I ain't called to talk about... You ain't people. trying to hear that, see? Right. No. <laughs> Might win a one-way ticket somewhere. I don't know. Hold on, S.B. It's for you. This is Jackie London. Yeah. I got him, man. Y'all gone out for a drink yet or anything? Oh, you can't. You gotta keep that on the DL. Is this on the record or off the record? No, we're not on the radio right now. We're in break. Oh well, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? He's bothering me, dog. I'm trying to get up off. All right, now we're back here in the hideout. All right, uh, Tommy's telling me that was on the air. Oh. No, no. So, brother, tomorrow, Monster Anniversary Show, you going to stop up during our live broadcast and hang out with us for a bit? Well, what I called to tell you was, I know that the hideout's going to be broadcasting live from Hard Rock Live. And if you've been listening to Real Radio for the past couple weeks, you know that tomorrow night's going to be my very last performance on stage. Yeah, why is that, Soul Brother? I am granting the hideout the exclusive interview. What? No, no bars. I mean, ask me any question you want tomorrow night live. What's Jackie what? London's phone number? Four seven. Uh, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Hey, come on, man. You gotta watch the news. All right. All right. So we're gonna get this exclusive tomorrow. Why Soul Brothers done with the live performances? I gotta bring it to the hideout because I know the people want to hear it, and you know what I'm saying. And and and, and I just wanna. I feel comfortable with you, Hefe. Yeah, cause not me. No, in fact, I'd like you to leave. Doug. Why? Well, what know. do I do? Why? I've always uh, been very Cracker. nice with um with you, uh, SBK. Why, guy? Well, I don't, I don't know about you sometimes, eh, Doug. What do I do? Well, you know, you got you got a questionable past, kind of shady character. Enjoy the company of a black. And man. then it was a thing about him <laughs> being on Dateline yesterday that just kind of threw it all out of whack. So, <laughs> brother, I'm on five. Hey, Evan, let me ask you a real question, real quick, about that Dateline stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that if a guy is talking to a policeman, that that's a crime? Here's the thing. I honestly, I don't know how that's not entrapment. It, it does kind of seem like entrapment, and it does seem like it's not let a... Me, let, me, let me ask you this. How can you go somewhere to commit a crime that you don't have the capability of committing because there ain't an underage girl there? Well, it's just like uh, robbing a place with a water pistol. It's still illegal. Here's what it is. It seems, uh. it seems very... But you're still committing the... the the crime of robbing. You're still okay. committing it's still, But they do with a dangerous, uh, dangerous weapon. This is like this is almost like mini- minority reportish, where right. there's the potential of the crime. It hasn't been committed yet, but we're going to stop you before it does. Well, Hefe, the bad part about it is when we talk like that, it makes us sound like we down with the pedophile. No, I'm not down with anybody. I just like people to uh, think. You sure are. And only, the only file I'm down is in the Phillips file. Exactly. Thank you very much. Preach it, soul brother. And more <laughs> Uh, I'm wondering if she uh, had the opportunity to uh, get topless tonight, David Copperfield. How that yeah. was happening? Did you hear uh, David Copperfield got uh, got uh, robbed here? Hey, you do know that uh, David Copperfield made Jack and London disappear too. Where? She appeared in my bed. All right. Evil. All right. <laughs> All right. So, brother.
Tomorrow. Exclusive on the hideout Why? while you're done? What are you talking about? You just said it. <laughs> Man, I'm drunk. I know you are. Right about now. I'm a cow. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later, little brother. <laughs> later. Love him. Trunks. What's up, guys? How you doing? First of all, I got a question. Why did you make Matt cry? I didn't make Matt cry. I said, dude, put me up. And he tried to ask me questions like, how you doing, man? What's going on? I was like, just put me on the blanking phone. I want to listen. I want to talk to him. All right. So I guess we're bringing it to an end, aren't we? The, uh... Dude, I'm going to be honest with you, man. It doesn't even really seem like that because, I mean, everyone's still here, like, going strong. In fact, more people have come up probably in, like, the past 10, 20 minutes, man, holding up signs and making signs. Really? As long as you yeah, guys want to stay I'm, out there. I'm telling you, man. I mean, it's just... Well, I want, I'm going to come by there after the show because it's on my way home. Right. And I'm going to stop by and I'm going to th- I'm going to walk for a little by- a while with everyone who's there and I'm going to thank everyone All for right. coming out and being somebody. I'll tell him. Oh, and as a side note too, SBK wanted to break it first, but he gave me a little preview of what he's going to tell us tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You got everyone's going to be shocked. Everyone listening, us. He's got a lot to say, and he said he's not afraid to say it now. And he said he's given us the exclusive. All right, now, so, do you know how much stuff we have going on tomorrow at the anniversary show? We got the hideout, uh, Hottie Fantasy Draft. We got this. Which ex- I'm well prepared for. The exclusive ah! with the uh, Soul Brother. There's a lot going on. All right, Chunks, I'll see you out there in a little bit at that Exxon, okay? All right, guys. Exxon Mobile 436-1792, the peaceful protest of the billions of dollars that are being robbed from the American public by Exxon. I'm just going to put it out there. I think it's being, we're being robbed. Well, I mean, when you're turning that kind of a profit. Bradley, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. Yes, I want to try to make that cry. I want to call him a, a big fat guy. <laughs> no, you're too fat. Why don't you just turn and look at him? Stop doing that. He's doing that to extreme. Hold it together, Bradley. <laughs> that guy is really weird. No point to his calls. I don't even know. What, I'm still trying to figure out what it is. Or what. <laughs> I look forward to his calls every night, though. I'm looking forward to the uh, relationship with Local 6. Remember, mm-hmm. them coming up in just like uh, 16 minutes. Local yep. 6, uh, news at 11. They have a lot of great video tonight, so you're going to want to check that out. I got a little sneak peek of it. It is good. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it's just something that me and Bob Fryer worked out. Why am I left out of everything? You, SBK, you, Bob Fryer? Um, I don't know. Maybe we're cool. Little thing. We all like... Uh, no, you wear a fanny satchels. Lap satchel. Dugan duffel bags? <laughs> Actually, it'd be kind of cool. Just have something to put it in. It's called a girlfriend. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Coming up next, up next, up next, on the Hideout. All right, Dubs, we'll wrap up this fantastic Thursday night show and talk about tomorrow night with the Monster Anniversary Show. And also, we're going into the Monsters tomorrow morning to hang out with yes, our buddies. We are. I'm tired. I'm hungry. Oh, I'm starving. I'm going to go out to that uh, Exxon Mobile, walk for a little bit, eat at Beto's, too. Yeah. Protest, eat. Love it. It's a hideout. I wonder if they have any sandwiches in there. Wrapping it up on a Thursday night. 
Rush Row Radio 104.1 in the hideout. Funniest night show in America. Best yeah. nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Tonight was a lot more about the cause than the funny. Yeah. But I, th- I feel good, though. I, uh, this is one of those nights. A lot of nights I leave here dirty, feeling dirty. Tonight I'm uh, leaving here feeling like we may have actually... Uh, I was feeling pretty good before, but I went to the bathroom and I didn't wipe it again. So I'm feeling dirty again. See, this is the problem. Hmm. I always have to bring it back to the poop. All right, tomorrow night the Monster Anniversary Show is going to be badass. It's going to be badass. Ass. And Soul Brother will be in. I believe we're going to get a chat with all the monsters during it, too. Wonderful. As they can, because they're going to be very busy. We have some, uh, we've given out some tickets. I'm going to head out to the Exxon Mobile 436-1792, the peaceful protest. I'll probably head over there, too. As soon as the show's over, protest for a little while. Oh, yeah. I got to make sure, I got four I got four more Monster Anniversary Show tickets I need to give away. I kept them, just in case, like West the Waterboy and others, mm-hmm. but I need to go ahead and give those away. So maybe I'll give those away while we're out there. And then go grab a bite to eat. I do want to thank you guys for being somebody tonight. It's one thing to talk a good game. And, you know, that's what we do. We're talk show hosts. But I wanted to step it up. You know, I saw the county in Texas saying, hey, let's boycott Exxon. It's a very simple choice to boycott. Just decide ExxonMobil because of the profits, because of this, that, and the other, the severance packages. No more. And uh, I will not be buying gas from ExxonMobil. Not until something changes. And uh, But that's one thing. And tonight we kind of took it to another level and, you know, a good number of you decided to step up and do the same thing with the actual peaceful protest that we did. Good for you. At that ExxonMobil at 436 and 1792. You know what? This one was thrown together on the air. Maybe we'll do another in the future. We'll get a nice planned out thing, get everybody uh, really excited, uh, well informed ahead of time, and uh, go do it right. But I think mission accomplished for the beginning step, the first step, because this was the first step. Kind of brought some uh, some attention to the matter. That's and what I'm, we're looking for right there. And I'm glad you guys stepped up, and that really does mean a lot. Dubs also uh, tomorrow, anniversary show, mm-hmm. the Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft. Edition four. It's the fourth annual. Fourth one. We need to make sure that we have the imaging. You remember there was, there's something that we would do. I don't know if you remember, we'd play it with like the Fox music, and it was a little announcer. This is the fourth annual Hideout Hottie Fantasy Draft. Mm-hmm. And then BJ will step up to the podium and announce the selection. Also, tomorrow at the anniversary show, the second trailer for Behind the Bicurious. The extended, very uh, funny second trailer. The first one was great. This one takes a little step further. And we have, uh, this is the documentary on Dubs' cousin, Bicurious BJ, who is at that ExxonMobil right now. So all of that going on. And we're going to ha- come hang out with the Monsters tomorrow morning, too. And, uh, you know, just talk about the anniversary show. As Tiffany's trying to become the uh, monster chick. And uh, Drunky keeping the one minute of comedy. Tuttle going on the monster cruise. 
Which, by the way, have you decided, have you talked to your trick about the monster cruise you guys are going? We just have to get our funds together. Okay. So. I know that we're going to get a good rate. Mm-hmm. I have to just get my house in order, and then we got it. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 99%. 99.5% sure I'm going on that monster cruise to Cozumel. I'm right around the 90 area. Because my chick has already set aside money. I'm just like, hey, if you can double that, we're going. <laughs> Go ahead and do that, sweetheart. If you'd like to pay. Your birthday is coming up. Why don't you get us a couple of uh, Ocean View cabins on the Monster Cruise? Feel free to throw some wine in there, too. Champagne. Because the thing is, I'm, I'm going to pay for the uh, actual cabin. Mm-hmm. And then between now and the cruise... Just save money. Set aside $100 a month. That'd work. So that when I get on that cruise, I've got, I don't know, is it going to be $600? Probably. $700? Right around there. All to spend, each, all to spend on booze. You're going to die. No. You're going to be partying like a monster. Yes, finally. Now I can be cool. Because I was talking to Bean about it, and Danny were like, you guys have no idea. Russ, you guys have no idea. That's what they were saying. And I'm like, I want to have an idea. Yeah, I want to have some kind of inkling. I'd like to have a clue as to what it's like to party like a monster. That's why I'm going on this cruise. Matt, you want to go? I can't afford it. Good job. True. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, seriously. That's you all have you time. Do. You, got, right, you got enough time to, to pay for the money? All the details are on realradio.fm for this cruise. I'll party hardy. I'd love to see on the... Dude, the chances of you losing your virginity... Increase a trillion fold and if I, you get on that cruise. And I guarantee your pirate jargon will work on them out there. You mm. should wear it. <laughs> Take a pirate outfit, maybe. I love pongos. <laughs> how how big do you like them? Oh, about ten pints high and four quarts wide. All right, my friends. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. We'll be in here with them tomorrow. Shannon Burke middays with our boy SBK. Phillips following the afternoon. Hide out back at 7, live from the Hard Rock, live in our, at uh, Danny Universal City Walk. Oh, it's going to be so fun. It's going to be our first live broadcast from yeah. that. God damn, it's going to be cool. Uh, until then, by the way, Hide Out, Funniest Night Show in America, Best Nighttime Entertainment in Orlando. Thank you for being somebody. Always talk good, and God bless King Dude. Absolutely. Question everything and stay classy. For those of you listening on the radio... Um, stay tuned for the Real Radio Rewind. Also, those of you with televisions, you got uh, Local 6 News at 11 with our new partnership with them and Bob Fryer. And we're headed out to that Exxon Mobile to pick it for a little while. Yes, we are. You guys stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000.
he's nagging my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard. Kick him to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.